by far one of the worst geek and entertainment podcasts by far. Clocking in at a bloated three hours. Save your time for anything that may be edited down on any number of other mediums that may be more relevant than four douchebags and garbage phoenix crying about what they feel may be relevant to anything pop culture related. Jay Schnub, September 7th, 2020. Thank you, Darts. It is, in fact, Friday night in Garbage Phoenix. I'm douchebag number one. I'm douchebag number two. My family called me Corbin, but you can call me douchebag number three. I guess that makes Brian douchebag number four. Oh, my God. <laughs> since, since Chad's not here. Four douchebags from Garbage Phoenix coming at you. On a wonderful Friday night. Yes, sir. It's a beautiful day. What's going on, guys? Time for me to pull some bullet. As a matter of fact, let me go grab mine. Yeah, do it. How is everybody tonight? Woo! There we go. That's the Corbin's in a Ric Flair mood. Woo! Yeah, that's really all I got. I'm good. We good. We chilling. We're having a good Friday. How's and everybody's gone. Wow. Just when I start talking. It's the Corbin and Kyle show. The Corbin, Corbin and Kyle show. It's Friday night with Corbin and Kyle. All day. Dance out of frame. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be mad. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to do a mad impression. But how, how are we doing today? Like, how, how's it been like the week? I like, I like the, the cork tops. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. And then you can is 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 the don't you like aren't you supposed to do that and like smell the cork or something? Or is that like wine or something? You can do it with those two. Smells like shit. No, it smells like awesomeness. It, so it, 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 tastes, it tastes like shit too. No, wow. it tastes like but, awesomeness but, a good time. But it's the official bourbon of the Absolute Geek podcast. Yes, so sure. Right, right, exactly. I'm with it. I got these. Um, oh man! Well, it's a Batman two sixty nine, but I don't have it in my hands right now. But I got these for free from Bookman. I was happy about that. They have this free thing called the Bookman's Winner of the Day, which I didn't know about. I went to buy these, and then all of a sudden they dinged the bell, and they were like, "You win!" And I was like, "What?" And I got thirty three dollars worth of graphic novels and comics for free. Oh, I nice. thought they, they thought you were shoplifting. No, 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 honestly, I'm not gonna lie. When I when ding the bell, I was like, what? Like I didn't do anything. And they're like, yeah, you're the boomers one of the day. And I was like, what is that? And they're like, yeah, you get all this stuff for free. And I was like, Woo, they picked two every day, and I got one. So I was really happy about scoring the original like trade paperback for the Judas contract. 
That's one of my butt. favorite all-time uh, stories. Yeah, it's a great yeah. story. And then I love Identity Crisis personally, even though a lot of people, you know, find it kind of, uh, let's just I'm say a, controversial. I'm an Infinite Crisis fan. Infinite Crisis? I'm with you on that. This one of my but favorite yeah, storylines. Oh, and then I finally got my hands on this from my comic book, which I was nice. What is it? My LTS, the Tales the of the Dark Multiverse one. Is that I love those stories, huh? Holy shit. How big is that shit? Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty sizable. Now, what the is, reason, is it all new? Yeah, so it's all that came out this past year. Remember, they did dark versions of Batman Nightfall, Superman, Judas Contract. Um, what did they do else? What are the other ones they did? Um, Infinite Crisis and um, um, I like the Blackest one with, Night. I, lo- I like the one with Dr. Manhattan, where Bruce Wayne becomes Dr. Manhattan. Is oh, that yeah. That? This isn't. They're gonna put a, okay. put another one together with a new one of that. But what they do is they took each origin, each new comic they did, and then they also took the classic stories that they took it from. So I liked it. It's a nice little hefty thing, but for just under thirty bucks, it was a good. I got that from my LCS though. Not bad. But yeah, that that's that was my weekend. I was on top of it from you know got my separate Facebook set up. Did some comic books. Was able to catch some shows that I usually catch on playback. I got a live. It was a pretty good week. Nice. Yep, yep. How about y'all? What did y'all do? Nothing. Oh, uh, okay. No car updates, Kyle? No? No no comics, Brian? I, I, I didn't really get anything, man. Didn't say that has instructed us to be right back to keep it going. <laughs> That's without, why I tried. Without that message from Matt, we would have been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that he took the time to write that. Continue, Brian. Let's talk about the fucking the the thing on the thumbnail, then, right? The the this Captain America craziness. How, Oops, is it? Is I it a like, dick pic? How awesome is that? Good for him. Yeah, good for bar. him. Yeah, fuck it. He don't care. Nope. And with that, I, why would you? <laughs> like I wouldn't be. It's nothing to be ashamed of, sir. Not at all. I'm just so bummed that my I'm bummed that my editing skills aren't very well, very good right now. Or I'd have a fucking a really cool thumbnail for this week. It wouldn't have been that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It the would one, the one where he is, he had a picture of himself and it said, "What did it say? Pussy magnet or something like that?" <laughs> yes, that's so awesome. I mean, he's not. I mean, he's not far off. Mm-mm. I mean, it's a pretty correct no. statement. Dude played it right, man. He's quiet and he doesn't go out in the public much. People love him. They, he, you know, they don't know much about him, so they think he's really Captain America. Mm-hmm. And you know, what he I mean? lives he, up to it at least on the yeah, public side. He's playing it like Leo DiCaprio, man. He's he's that's that's the way to play it. Just fucking slay as many chicks as you can. Don't fucking get out there in the public. Yeah, you have a fuck up every once in a while. Just don't talk about it. Let it go. It'll pass just like gas all day. Didn't release a dick pic. I mean, listen, it happened. You dropped it. You keep it moving. I, hey, I like, he like it, we knows make the angle of his dangle. So I'm just, that's all I'm going to, I'm going to leave it at that. Hey, when Matt gets back, I don't know if he's paying attention. We should just tell him that we covered half the stuff on the notes. <laughs> Be right back. Keep it going. I just oh, finished fuck. talking about. I'm so glad. Like I, I was lost, man. Like I was just staring at Matt's box. I thought we were just going to sh- call the show a day. And I was just waiting for instruction. I was like, man, I don't know it's what over. to do without Matt. I'm like at a complete fucking loss. It's over. I mean, what do you do without Matt? You, we, we call the show. We fold. Not I fine. mean, if, if he wasn't here to, to, to 
push record, we'd be fucked. <laughs> oh man. You gotta have douchebag number one, man. Can't if you don't have douchebag number one, then the, the douchebag Voltron can't operate. There you go. No. That's true. You need the engine, that's true. Two, and I'm yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know what? Though? I am gonna keep. What do y'all feel about? I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it now. We just gonna keep the show moving, right? What do y'all feel about Kane the Conqueror? I think it's. I mean, much it's needed. This Kane the Conqueror because it hasn't been confirmed, right? It's been. Well, they, yeah, it's been confirmed. They released like uh, that picture with the fucking the image of the actor. So, but I thought Marvel I thought was slick. Yeah, but the thing too already. I didn't see it. I thought they were just assuming it was one of those wink, wink type deals. You know what I mean? We're like, like I haven't seen like he's officially going to be it, but everyone assumes it, so it might as I guess it is. I don't know. We didn't know what to do, Matt. You were gone. We just sat yeah. and waited. Yeah, man. You guys did a good job. I appreciate that. Well, how do you know? You didn't see us. I can hear you. <laughs> You're trusting us. I'm kidding. I think I think that a lot of people knew that it was going to be. Um, that it was going to be time travel, like with a time travel character, you have eventually, or a time travel theory, you eventually have to have Kang. Yeah. There's no way you do it without. And, and also you think about, and here's, huh? here's the other part. Yeah. The King in Black, that first image they released of that cover, who do they have front and center on that cover? Who does Marvel always, they either put out a True Believers comic of something that they want you to remember, or they put a character that isn't normally in something that's going to be in a movie in their new comics. And that's what Kang is. There's Kang. Kang and, and, and they probably told Donny Cates, hey, we're going to be doing Kang stuff in Ant-Man. So I so need you to try and write him into the storyline if you can. Start jumping up the interest in the books to coincide with the, the fervor there. I think it's a great gateway. I mean, obviously, no one we know about Kang, obviously, being time travel, they're already exploring that whole method with... Um, what's going on with Scarlet Witch and Vision and everything going on, obviously, with Ant-Man and everything. So this is a great way to put Kang in there, set him up as the big bad for Phase 4, but then also kind of do it as a backdoor entry to let the Fantastic Four in because backdoor. Kang's ties... Well, yeah. Backdoor entry. Well, I'm forgetting the word. I don't want to say... I was going to say backdoor pilot, but it's not really a pilot. <laughs> thing, you know what I mean? But in terms of um, bringing the Fantastic Four into play because Kang's been a villain of both of theirs for the longest and... I mean, what better way to do that than him manipulating the, the time stream? He's in a different, a different version, and boom, then Fantastic Four immediately brought in, or whatever the case may be. However they want to go through that inclusion. I would rather they do that, almost like they did with Spider-Man, than do a whole nother Fantastic Four origin movie story, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so Kang serves that way um, like of doing that. I mean, he's been around since... I think his his first appearance, I try to look that up, has been pretty debated, but I guess everyone usually agrees, or most people, or more than enough people agree that I used it. Avengers 8, as his, like, official appearance, but I saw a lot of, like... No, it's Fantastic on... Four, isn't it? No, I looked... I, yeah, he, appears, that some, he appears as somebody else in Fantastic Four, and then that's Kang the Conqueror. Well, I looked at, like, four different ones. It's widely accepted that Avengers 8 is, like, the official one. Although, I guess you're right. Like, I looked up when I saw Fantastic Four, I saw, like, four or five, and I was like, this isn't that hard to find a first appearance. But then Mo said that, and I was like, I'm just going to go with Avengers number eight. And I looked it up, and um, enough of He's, it has been linked to it that I'm just going to take it. Yeah, Fantastic Four 19 is his first appearance as Rama Tut. But see, that's what I'm saying. But he was also, you, uh, like, you're using that one as one. He's been several different characters. That guy, that Kang is confusing. 
Like, I guess if we're using the Ramatut, then chronologically speaking, then that would be the one since he appears as that. But like, as the Kang that we know, are we using Avengers Eight or are we using Ramatut? How, how does that impact his appearance in the actual movie? You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna open. That's gonna be a nightmare to figure out. Like, not figure out, but have to deal with when specs and stuff start flying. I can only imagine. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, did you tell our listeners about exactly who Kang the Conqueror is? Um, I yeah, we already covered that. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I said I was gonna say that when you weren't no, there. No, we haven't. Uh, it, what the, I just said that. Kind of, oh. oh no, I just shut my screen off and talked too. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's been multiple Kangs. Um, the most notable uh, his name's Nathaniel Richards, who's actually a descendant of Reed Richards. Um. He is a genius, was a genius, whatever. As most geniuses are, he was bullied. And during one of these interactions, he was like, you know what? I'm going to fight. We're going to do this. And just he was about to, like, actually start the fight. The original O.E. Kang the Conqueror, who they just established, at least in the comic, as someone who was a genius with a time machine and a deep weapons background, interfered and said, listen, man, you would have died. I wouldn't have existed. And Nathaniel was so horrified by this idea that he would eventually become the person that he met, that he goes back in time to the present Marvel Universe, joins them, this was just a mess, joins them Iron Lad. Another way they could tie in a continuation of anything, although they already so much Spider-Man into their two away. Long story short. That is the funniest freeze right there. But <laughs> you were like, you're oh, my fault. Internet? I'm my bad. It's not your fault. I was just a I think it's too far gone for them to do that. But anyway, different time streams. He was with the, with the Young Avengers. He got bored, built another time machine. Back in time, ended up crashing. Ancient Egypt became Amatut. Matt already brought up. And it was there they actually crossed paths with the first tent, who we all know was Apocalypse. And so at that point, that's one, two, that's three Kangs. Then you would also have, I wrote this down, um, the Silver Centurion, Immortus, and Victor Timely. So you've been a bunch of different people as he jumps across different streams and others form, and they're all with the single-minded purpose to conquer. That's pretty much it. Um, as far as his main opponents, the Avengers Fantastic Four, like I brought up earlier, since the very beginning, basically immortal. And through the comics, he's always usually beaten by like either some trickery or just straight brain power than actual physical fighting skills, even though he doesn't have any superhuman abilities, at least depending on most comics. But he's a genius. Stuff that comes with that has a really cool suit. The weapons that come with that, he can take a high level of radiation. And um, he has this really cool battle armor that is capable of energy and keeps a 30-day supply of food and air. And I thought that was really cool to look up. So that's Ken the Conqueror in a nutshell. This just super smart being that can go back in time, fuck up the time stream, make it really interesting for Marvel Phase 4, and someone who conceivably could be the big bad for that entire phase of movies. Yep. yep. We'll see. Also, Ramatut, I think you, did you talk about Ramatut? Only briefly. No, I didn't bring up, I brought up he ruled basically from being sent back one of those times, but I didn't go into him any further. Yeah, yeah. Um, you that's think a tough book. Part? I think they I think that's how they, they open it, is with Ramatut. Mm, that's what, yeah. So... Do you we'll think see. they would do that in the MCU? 
Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll take it back. They'll do like a apocalypse thing where they show ancient Egypt or maybe even oh, apocalypse, man. you know, or something. That'd be so, wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could happen, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. I'll be right back. All right, man. See you. Right back. Oh, man. Right but yeah. back. Wait, is, is, is Matt gone? I have no idea. All right, we just got to Wow, this is a... This is a fun one, Kyle. It's the Colin Corbin again. So, you know what we're going to talk about now? What are we going to talk about? As you guys all see from our Facebook and from our opening theme. We're trash, right? We got an awesome review. It's pretty badass. You know, I I just, you know, one thing is, big shout out to that person. You acknowledge yourself, I'll send you an absolute geek prize pack. Let me know who you are. Prove to me that that was you that did it, and I will send you some cool comics. Thor number six being one of them. The Thor number six variant. Dude, that is sick. Cheers to that one. Okay. You just want to know who it was. That's all. Well, I mean, obviously, we know who it was, but you're starting to I'm going to go write a bad review, or I'm going to go dig at somebody. I'm not going to use a Simpsons reference. If you're going to be a real keyboard warrior, just be open with it. Say your name. Back it up. You know, go on there and say absolute Kyle and talk shit. Yeah. Don't I've go only done like four bad reviews, but you're right. I own my name on that one because I'm mad. Usually when I'm doing a review, I'm so mad that, like, I don't care. Like, this is what you're getting. So some people, if you take the time to go, oh, I'm going to blast these mo's, but you also want to hide your name, then it's like... But I give a big shout out, man. I'm so glad that we touched your life so much that you had to write a review. I mean, I th- uh, shout out. Many props. Respect. Thank you okay. very much. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was a little strongly worded, but bad reviews are part of anything, you know. I, I remember the first, yeah. People didn't like me, right? You know, people don't like people. I get it. But yeah. Own it and get a cool prize pack. Thor number six. I would get on that. I Show yourself. Like you. And, and, there you go, Matt. Wait, what? To me? Oh, really you are so man. Matt's just—I don't even know what I did today. But, you didn't you know, do anything. Yeah, I know, man. It's all good. But yeah, I'm hyped about that. Anyone really? Okay, so I know I'm asking this question. I already know that you guys are going to say no to it. So I might as well start with why I'm very excited for DC Universe Infinite. It makes no. so. <laughs> you said I was already going to say no to it, so no. Anyways, okay. all right, go ahead. My bad. No, so I mean, obviously, it was announced that Jim Lee. It was talked about this past week that there was going to be some big news for DC Universe. Which all of us, if you have any idea of where DC Universe has been, is basically a failed app, and where it was going, <laughs> and where it was going, then you knew that changes were in order. Um, in this, it turns out that they're making it purely comics. It's going to be the DC's answer to. Marvel Unlimited, and it's basically going to have the same backlog of comics for the same price. They're going to bring some exclusive comics just for DC Universe, and they're also going to do, um, instead of making it a whole year until you get comics that are released on the shelves at the comic book stores to the app, they want to make it the more traditional six months like Marvel Unlimited did. So for me, as a comic book person, I am not a fan of digital. But as a reader, I understand that it makes a ton of sense. Because I'm not going to get my hands on 
1965 Spider-Man comic anytime soon, whether that's in a physical raw form or part of an expensive omnibus or anything like that. So for $6 a month, $7 a month, or $74 a year, I have a backlog to everything that DC or Marvel has to offer, at least most of that. And as a comic reader, there's benefits, benefits to having that. As a collector, as someone who's a speculator, something like that, it, of course, it's of no, it, it doesn't benefit you. But for the readers and, and getting people into it, I think that's cool. And also, people are saying, oh, it's going to be, you know, I only went to DC Universe for the, 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 the TV shows and the movies and everything. You can just take over HBO Max. And if people are saying it's not going to work, Marvel Unlimited has been just comics for the last, what, eight something years? And all their TV content is on Disney+. Plus, and it seems to work just fine. If you want to read the comics, you go to that. If you want to watch the shows, you go to that. For me, I could care less about the movies. I probably own half of them. And the ones I don't, I'm not interested in, in obtaining. So I just want to read the comics. And so that's why I think this news is really cool. Like, I'm personally happy because I thought that they were just going to can the whole thing. And just the way that DC leadership has been this year and the way this year has been, I wouldn't have been surprised. But the fact that they're doing this, I'm all for it. See, I don't mind digital comics. No, okay. I read, I read digital comics for quite a while. Oh, wow, okay. I would just go on and I would just download them. And that's and I just had I had a, a comic book reader on it and I just, you flip the pages the mm -hmm. same. You, you flip them back, you flip them forward. It's... I mean, yes, you're not holding the comic book. You flip book, them but, side to side. But you just, you, you read it, you flip it. It's not like one panel. It's the whole page. You flip to the next page. The ads are in there. It's all the same. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, for me, it's this, it's the weird thought of possession. Like, I like to know, like, this book, I bought, I have this book. This book is mine. It's you know? And, 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 when you collect I, something, you like to have it. And with that's comic because books, you can finger fuck it with your dick beaters all day long if that's what you want to do. You and can't do that with digital. With comic books, it's that it's face. something that, that can have value. It can have value. Corbin's face. <laughs> He's like so appalled. They know my secret. He knows my secret. My secret is out. Oh my god! No, like let me get back to Kyle over here. <laughs> Throw me off, Matt. No, no, that's disgusting. But like it, like you said, it's the possession part of it. And sometimes, like with Don, see, that's part of the that's part of the fetish possession. It's the possession part of it. You, all right, would you rather live in an empty house where you have, like, empty house, and if you want all your movies, you go to this phone. You want all your TV, show, your TV shows on this phone. You want all your comics on this phone. Like, you could have that. Have you been to my house? I actually, no, I have not, sir. That's like, is that what you have? Yeah, that's exactly what my house is. But, like, if you wanted all your slabbed comics, imagine you didn't have slabbed comics. They were just on a special phone. And they were slabbed. They were just on your phone. Like, what's the point of it? Like, some of it is well, having... Well, how people were when, it, when, when digital music took over. Nobody... People do, but there, you know, it used to be a thing. It was cool. You had that dumbass book of CDs in your car, and you had the inserts inside of it, and then you had a CD, and then you got pissed when somebody broke into your car and stole all your CDs. And you know, and then once and then it came to the point where you're like, this is great. All my music is right here. It's not same thing with DVDs, mm -hmm. it's not taking up any space. It's awesome. You've, That's you've true. got it on a drive. You can watch it. You can mirror it onto your TV, and it doesn't take up any space. It's great. And you know what? The comic books are awesome to collect, but they they take up space so much fast, so fucking fast, to the point where it's not horrible if they're just on there digitally. Yeah, and I, I think there's a place for both. Like you're saying, like I realize with me, it also gives me such a, a sense of 
I could read whatever. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. Whereas like if I'm buying books, you know what I mean? I don't like to have stuff here that I'm not going to keep. And you're right. Like I have a long box full of wizard magazines, another of trades, another of books. And it's like, boom, you don't see your entire kind of whip on my wall just on that. So I'm with you. But like, for me, that's okay. But I think there's space for digital. It's just weird for me to understand that. Like I bought a couple of graphic novels online, ones that are out of print to kind of have on my phone and my tablet. And I get the logistics, but like, I don't know, maybe it's working at a library or whatever the case may be. Or like you said, like a book thing, like you want to have it. It's, it's anything that you collect. It's, it's something, it's something you collect. Mm-hmm. So I understand that too, but just the space. Why? And like, you know, when you, the cool thing about having digital and a subscription is if you have access to them, you can be like, you know, you can walk in your comic book store and you can go, mm, you know what? I think don't, don't think I'm ready to spend that five bucks. Yeah. You go home, you can read it and go, God damn it. I'm so glad I didn't fucking buy that. True, true. Or you can go That's home true. and read it and be like, you can go to the store and buy it, put it in, never touch it, and still read it digitally, and you still got to enjoy it. And you still have the best of both worlds. You still have it, but you just read it digitally. No, I'm with you. A lot easier to track down, too. I'm reading 1992 Spider-Man Marvel Unlimited right now. I was reading Dark Rain earlier. Yeah, I agree. completely agree. And for me, it makes it easier. Like, I'm not a subscription-heavy person. I'll go into Disney Plus for a month or into Netflix for a month or into HBO Max for a month. But for the most part, my three subscriptions, Marvel Unlimited, Disney, uh, Marvel Unlimited, DC Universe, and then Comixology. And that's it. You know what I mean? So it, it lets it keep easier for me than having four or five to get bits and pieces of things I don't really want or I'm not utilizing to the fullest, you know? So that was the bummers. I use Tim's DC account. Ah. And he, that, was, that was our agreement. He's like, don't fuck with my comics. So whatever <laughs> he's reading online, he doesn't want me to go in and start reading shit and fuck up his. Yeah, it'll mess up where to find it, recalibrating and all that good stuff. So that was the only thing with that is I could only watch. You should have did it anyway. I thought about it. I'm glad you didn't. Just That's go in there and then cool. deny, deny, deny. I don't know what you're talking about. It wasn't me. Yeah, but then it sucks because the fucking password got changed. And I'm like, uh, oh, fuck. I mean, I can't even tell you the last time I even turned on the DC fucking app. There's no need to. There's no there's no content on it anymore. Everything's on HBO Max, and you get that for free if you have HBO. No video content on there. There's a tremendous amount of comic content on there. Not going to take the slander. But no, I agree. As far as the TV shows, like, unless you're hankering for a random episode of Batman Beyond, which I watched this morning, or like something like that, then you're right. There is no need. And it was already fluctuating in and out anyway. It's not like you would say there was a solid, reliable rotation of, of, of shows that you can keep coming back to. For the most part, things were going in and out. So take it over to HBO Max, join with the rest of its stuff, make HBO Max even stronger by its addition, and then just pare down DC Universe to... And this is my opinion. I thought this when DC Universe first came out. They should have done that to begin with. They should have had the comics and then made HBO Max stronger by saving that stuff for that or whatever the case may be because it was always a wonky idea in my head to mix the two. It didn't make any sense, and obviously it didn't work out the way they wanted it to. By far. With, by far. By far. By That's far. the word of the day. By far. I just think sometimes, especially with, with DC and, and comics in general, you don't have to reinvent the wheel or try to reinvent the wheel. Like sometimes – the, the good stuff worked because it's worked in the past and it just continues to do that. And you change it up a little bit. And what did it get you? You could say, Hey, thank you. DC universe. You brought DC daily, which I thought was kind of overrated, but whatever you, you brought in some new fan interaction. The community forums are always packed to people talking and, and keeping things going. So DC universe did that in a way that Marvel limited hasn't done at the same time. You had movies in and out all the time. 
for months they didn't have a schedule like Netflix of what was coming in, what was coming out. The comics wasn't brought all to speed originally. It was just like the bare bones of comics and like a couple of movies. So it wasn't really thought out as well as it could have been. And ultimately doing just what people thought you should have done to begin with, which is just making a comic app. So I think this DC Universe experiment will be looked back like, okay, it was cool. It had some moments, but ultimately, aside from bringing us Titans and Harley Quinn and Swamp Thing, you know, before it got canceled, you know, it's just kind of go by the wayside unless you're a comic reader. Well, I think the the allure of DC Universe to me would be if uh, you got new release books. If every Wednesday or every Tuesday when new books dropped, you could get them digitally on there. And they're part of that subscription, and that's not going to be the case. So if you if you're not looking for that old backlog of books, if you're not looking to go read how quick old do they books them? and you want the new stuff, what Corbin? Six months after how quick do they update yeah. the books? Six months after it comes out, it'll be available on DC Universe. Yeah. So if you want something that came out Tuesday that you can't find on the shelves, uh, you know, like your newest issue of Batman or or whatever, you you can't go there to watch it. So. Unless you're in the market to read back issues, then then I guess it's a good thing for you. But if you're not looking well, for back issues... Here's what, my counterpoint to that, though. Oh, if you're not trying to build on the history of comics you have now, and you're just trying to constantly entice new readers without showing them all the work that has been done in the past, then what do you have? Because if it's just about the latest comics, then fine. The new, the flash, this and that. These characters we talk about as, as far as dedicated comic fans how far things have strayed in terms of they didn't know their material, this or that, to the point that now Batman kills people because people didn't read or, or have access to stuff that came before. This is for a new comic creator saying, hey, what is Batman? Am I going to show them Batman Joker War right now and say, this is Batman? Am I going to go to the Tom King Batman run before then say, this is Batman? Or I'm going to say, hey, read this run, this run, and this run. And they go, where am I going to find them? I'm like, well, you know what? Um, I will go to your local comic shop or I will check the library or go to the DC Comics app and for five bucks a month, you can read everything on this character over 80 years of backlog. Yeah, but you're running a business. You're running a business that it's talked about in the media openly that there might not be any more comics that they might stop publishing comics that DC Comics might no longer be. So you're running a business. What are you going to go after? You're going to go after the crumbs or are you going to go after the full buffet? I you go after you, the full buffet, and and why aren't you offering being like like we have this great back catalog of books, but also if you subscribe now, you can get the new books on Tuesday without even leaving your house. I mean, no one is doing that. To be fair, is Marvel right. offering that? Like, I'm not gonna kick on DC for trying to do something that no one else has done when I just kicked on DC for trying DC Universe that no one else has done. Like, some but, of it, I but think... But my thing is, Marvel is Unlimited doesn't have that subscription base that DC Universe does. DC Universe yeah, has a massive subscription base that was just there for the video content, and now they have to try to find a way to retain those people because they're going to lose them all. Well, I don't think... I don't think that they are. Marvel Limited has had a steady subscription base. You're right. Like, people who go there know what they're going there for. The prices have been the same for the last seven years. They have different bonuses now. If you subscribe for the limited package, they'll send you a variant comic and a Carnage or a Venom-like figure and things of that. Like, it's a dedicated base, but they're confident in what they're doing. And that's what I like about that. They're not trying to catch everyone. Because if you want to catch everyone, go to the Marvel app. Then you can get all the stuff. You want to read the comics and you want a little perk for your troubles, Go to Marvel Unlimited. DC is trying to do everything. We're gonna we're gonna do the TV and oh we're gonna do this and oh we're gonna do the fan interaction and they're not actually touching anything. So now pare it down, 
if you want to focus on one group, you're saying the whole buffet. I think that's what they're doing. I just think it's going about it a different way. They tried the catch-all thing, but that's not working. So you have the new comics. That idea you gave any comic property app, whatever, variant could do that. Image could do that. Boom could do that. Anything could do as far as the – that's a great idea. But no one has done that yet. So I don't know if the fault DC on that. But I do like that they're finally saying, hey, you know what? This wasn't working. If we, we ha- if we have a base that want to read and interact with us, then we'll keep that. If you want to go and watch TV and movies like everyone else, then HBO Max is a partner of this. They're doing that. You know what I mean? So I advertise people is they should just say a week after comics come out, they're they're available digital. That's what I think. That's what Matt was trying to. Yeah, Matt was trying to say even better, like doing it, like you said, like putting a subscription and getting the new comics. I agree with you on that too. Any of those is better. Six months is a long time um, for not getting them. If your comment, if your LCS is sold out of something or whatever the case may be, then it's like, well, shucks. So I'm with you. But I, I think that if, if DC really wanted to be better than what they were, everyone who's been subscribed to DC Universe, because I'm not going to lie, as soon as it was announced that DC Universe was in trouble, I pulled my subscription. I let the year one run out, and I've been doing a month to month as I see fit for whenever I want to read something. So until they figure out what they were doing. But for those people who stood there and, and took the entire time and have been loyal fans of DC Universe, give them a year subscription to HBO Max. Give them the best of both worlds because that's what they gave you with their money to get the best of both worlds. It shouldn't be their fault that they have to now go into a whole separate one, at least immediately, because you want to switch gears up when they already gave you their $74.99 or they've been giving you their $7.99 a month every month for the last two years to obtain both. Instead, they're saying, okay, if you sign up right now, you'll get it for $4.99 for like six months. But if you've been paying from the very beginning, are you really getting a true payoff? You know what I mean? I, and I'm not that person, so I don't have any like dog in that fight, but I'm just saying I, I don't feel like I'm getting any type of what's the word I'm looking for? Like any recognition for the hard-earned bucks that I gave you for the opportunity to read some comics and watch an um, episode of Titans every week or, you know what I mean? You're getting access to the comics. What more recognition do you need? Well, if I'm saying, I'm speaking for people like you were saying. I'm speaking of people like you who wanted both comics and TV. I'm saying this isn't me. I'm just saying I wish they'd done provision for people like you or like others who wanted the comics and the shows. I never went there for the shows. I was there for the comics and the shows was a good bonus. Like, it's almost like, for me, Amazon has the boys. So I'm not watching it until I'm ready to pay that money because I'm not going there for anything else but the boys. But I'm there for the comics. So I'm a different... I'm, I am the minority of what they're trying to please. I'm just saying that I wish they had done something for those who wanted everything and who now have to make a decision or pay double for both. I mean, being behind putting out new comics isn't that crazy because a lot of people are behind anyway reading their comics. Most people that you, that I, well, except for you guys, but most people who collect comics are behind on their books. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not they're not caught up to the exact week of what's going on. Grizzle Geek says I love DC Universe numbers uh, but are going the numbers are going to fall off a cliff. And they are. Well, and I well, think knowing I, AT&T and Warner Media the minute those numbers start falling which you're going to do, they're going to panic and I think DC Universe will be no more in, in any aspect. I'm going to push back. Again, I'm going to go back to Marvel Unlimited. They've been around the exact same thing. Now, only thing that the wild card in that situation is that unlike 
Warner Brothers, Marvel Unlimited has a clear plan and a clear focus. When they had Marvel Unlimited before, they were even taken over by Disney. But, and it all worked out well. well the numbers are going to fall off the cliff because, of course, the numbers are going to fall off the cliff. The majority of people were there for the video content. But there is value in people who want to read it. And if you're going by the numbers off of that, that's like, no shit, Sherlock. Of course people are going to leave the service because they want to watch the latest episode of Harley Quinn. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's, it's, it's short-sighted. You want to know what Marvel does that has the one up over DC that DC needs to start doing? What is that? You bought this book? Here's a free digital yeah. copy. Again, I agree. You know? I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, but again, we, like, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that DC should be modeling more after Marvel. Marvel is taking so, an issue. So how many of those have you utilized, Matt? None, because I don't You read digital comics. <laughs> so, so to the person that reads digital, that doesn't work for them either. But for the person that wants the best of both worlds, like you were saying, that wants a digital and the physical copy... It does. Yeah, but the person who's buying the physical copy, you're not going to want to rip that out of the book. You don't have to rip it out of the book, do you? I don't know. I've never used it. Let's find out. Let me rip it out I, of my Thor right now. I just think that it's not do as you think hard as people. Not to huh? pick you off, but this is a problem I have. Do you ever think we're going to come to a time where, like, you know how, um, what is it? Amazing Spider-Man, what is it, 252, the first Hobgoblin? Mm-hmm. We are going to come a time where we look at books like, oh, uh, that book would be worth more if it had the digital download code in it. I've, I've seen that in forums. I've seen many people talk about that. Is it going to be worthless because it's technically the book is incomplete? Because it doesn't have the digital download code? It's incomplete. It's interesting. But, I, I mean, I'm glad, like, I'm glad that, that they're going to keep that DCF going for people like you who want to do digital I'm just saying they're going to see a big subscription loss because there's a lot of people out there that don't like digital that aren't going to make that jump. I'm not going to pay. They haven't even released their new subscription prices yet, have they? They didn't talk to it, did they? How much are they going to be for? They're going to be exactly the same. So Um, you're going to pay 10 bucks a month for just for comics? Well, this is the problem. This is why I think some DC fans are spoiled. I subscribe to both Marvel and DC Mm -hmm. Limited. They're both the same prices. DC was giving you more for that money. Marvel does exact same prices for just the comics. So I was on the 74 for them. In fact, no, I, d- I updated because I wanted the figurine and the variant comic. So I paid them 99 bucks a year and I paid the 74 or whatever for DC. Not so what it. they're doing, it, for some it isn't. I'm not saying that it is. What I'm trying to say is that there's value in appealing to each group. They're not ostracizing anyone. If you wanted the movies, go to HBO Max. That's fine. Marvel Unlimited, if you want to watch Spider-Man the Animated Series, go to Disney+. Plus. If you want to read the comics, go to Marvel Unlimited. It's not that hard. And of course, the numbers are going to drop off because they tried to mix everything in one. That did not work. And so now they're separated. That's not a problem. Like, I, I don't think the numbers are going to drop. It's like some indictment on them. Of course the numbers are going to drop. You had them all going to one thing, and now you're separating something. Of course they're going to drop. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, that's not rocket science to think that if I'm offering hot dogs and Subway sandwiches and now Subway sandwiches and hot dogs are going to be split, oh, my numbers might fall off. Yeah, of course they'd fall off because some people want something else. Well, but but my point in saying that was that it's going to fall off drastically to where Warner Media is going to be like, oh, shit, and they're going to knee-jerk react and they're going to kill the app. So I don't even even think that – I honestly don't think that app makes it six months. I think it makes it more than that. I will bet you on that. But here's the thing. 
even what you just said, that's more of us thinking about what Warren is going to do than any knee-jerk yeah. reaction. You're looking at the leadership there. And if and if we're going the leadership off of DC, I mean, like I said, I wouldn't have done that to begin with. What they did with the whole DC Universe thing to, in general, I would never have done. So I agree with you. Like, they could do it. I just don't think that they will because you've taken this time. You made this transition. There's been enough people on forums and everything. I've been in tune that are saying, hey, I hope that it stays at least for the comics. They just didn't want the whole app to go away. So there are people out there, maybe not people that, of course, you or others run circles with who will want that just for the books. And that's what I'm saying. Of course, it's going to be a whole lot different. And like for me, for example, I'm not going to run the HBO Max. When the Sander comes, I'll put a month in, I'll binge it, I'm done. I have no interest in that. That's just me. Everyone is a different. Now, the majority of people who will go there for the TV shows, knock yourself out. That's great. But it's just another thing that Disney Marvel does better than Warner DC. Because the DC Universe was meant to be like Disney Plus, and it failed miserably to where Disney Plus has content, you know, coming out regularly. Well, it was supposed to now the pandemic, but but DC Universe didn't have that revolving content. Well, that's what I mean. But Disney style. fans are different, though. You can't. They, that's. I guess they are, are different. Disney that's an understatement. That's like that's that's comparing apples and oranges. Disney fans are different. Yes. But, so to say that, oh, you know, of course they have their built-in audience is probably six times the size of a DC audience. Well, let me ask you this, Matt. What would you have compared DC Universe to when it first came out? Disney. No. Comparison. Disney did it right. <laughs> like I'm just saying, when DC Universe came, they were trying to be this maverick in the industry. They were trying to mix the comics and the TV shows. I don't remember if they. I think no, they were there before Disney Plus. So Disney Plus wasn't even there. You had Marvel Unlimited, and then all of a sudden you had DC Universe, and DC Universe is going to do the comics and the shows. Except they didn't have full license or whatever to keep all the shows because they would bounce to Netflix and other properties that they were in agreement with, and they didn't have all the comics. Marvel Unlimited or Marvel in general, know what they're doing and they're confident in their identity. Well, so like, that comics app was just comics. It's always been. That's what it was. And whatever the numbers were, had been what they were. And then when Disney Plus came, I'm sure they suffered a... Well, again, I don't even know if they suffered a drop because whoever wasn't on Marvel Limited to begin with didn't turn to Marvel Limited because Disney Plus. No, no, they because Marvel Limited, they were already going there just for that comic book. You, you already what knew what you are getting with Marvel Unlimited. And that's what I'm saying. Disney DC Universe didn't know what they were doing. They were trying to use Maverick in the field attack to everyone. And it was doomed to fail. Well, that's right. They were they trying to make it that one-stop shop for, for everything DC. And that made zero and sense. The, so then people <laughs> subscribe to that because they want to watch the movies. They want to watch the TV shows. Right. They want to watch everything. And now that that content is moving, they're going to move too. And all you're going to have left is the comic book readers. And how big do we even know how big that base really is? How many people so are if, really if using that? Said, okay, that? we're just we're going to break off, and it's just going to be Disney stuff, and we're not going to have Marvel stuff any on there anymore. They're going to lose subscriptions because yes. everyone's that's going to go. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Oh, Mike said it's AT and T. My bad. And I agree. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, and I'm, I'm going to talk about this a little more later, or whatever. Not here, but like in terms of. Yeah, please don't do it. Please don't do it here. Yeah, he's gonna go to. He's gonna, gonna do go it to, on a show. What are you, you, know what? What are you talking about? Hey, it's about time to talk. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm saying I put. He's on gonna Facebook. go be a geek and talk about it somewhere else. 
I'm a, what's that one show that I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, what I mean is like I put it on Facebook, Instagram. I'm just sharing this opinion. I feel very strong in that people are going out either wildly in support of it or, oh, this is terrible. DC right now is going to be facing the ramifications of what they should have faced when they started this plan without seeing it through. That's what I mean to say. Because they had a hit initially when they started taking movies off of the service and people were like, where are the movies going? And DC didn't even plan to put out a notice saying, oh, by the way, on January 15th, these movies are going to be off the platform. There was elements many months throughout this lifetime of DC Universe that you could go on the movie page and find like seven movies. Seven. And then you go to Marvel or you go to Netflix and you see Batman Bad Blood. You go to, um, uh, what's it called? Um, Amazon and you see like four or five movies. Like they never had full control. It was like they were trying to be this catch-all for everything and they didn't have a, a clear idea that they wouldn't be able to do that. So now... Did yeah, DC Tom Universe Cole, even make it a year? It's been two years. Has it been two years? It's been two years, yeah. And, and so now they're going to pay the piper in that because... They tried this short-sighted plan when they never had everything at one time. They toward the end of it, ironically, is the craziest part of it. When it was already announced that DC Universe was ending, when that DC Daily TV show was ending, they ended up finally doing this feature that I enjoyed, where you watch an episode or a movie, whether that's Justice League Unlimited or whatever, and at the end of the episode, it sends you a link to the comic that it was inspired by. And I laughed when I saw it. I said, this is ridiculous. You're finally doing something that can engage that interaction with fans and stuff in terms of the comic and the show. And at this point, we already know that you're dead. That's what I mean. So, yes, they're going to face losses. Like, I agree with Kyle. Like, it's not that big a deal. And it's just a response to what was going to happen to begin with. Because there was no way that this model was going to last. Yeah, and Grizzle Geek, just, some point Grizzle Geek just hit it on the head. He said, no, problem he... is DC Universe attracted TV people who got a free side of comics. Marvel attracted digital comic readers. No one went to DC for comics. But here's my response to that. How do we know that? How do we know when one went to DC for the comics? They, they appealed to the... By the, by the, by the when, when you first came on, you weren't getting the entire movie or TV catalog. They never had a complete product. That was the first... One of the first people on, they had a couple of Batman movies. Uh, two of which, The Dark Knight and, and I think The Dark Knight Rises, oh, were we gone go. within three weeks. Like, where, where is and that? And why you is that, I mean? Corbin? Please tell us. They didn't have, the, they didn't okay. have the right, they were, oh okay. my god. Okay. I froze again, I know, I froze again. No, no, I saw no, 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 you didn't freeze. I was what? expecting you to take shots and be like, because they're garbage, because Dark Knight sucks. Oh, no, no, no. I'm trying to be, after that review, this is all business today, gentlemen. I am. It's all I will business. Not mention, I will not mention Gotham by Gaslight. I will not oh, mention Tom King. I am, aside from just. It's all business and Kyle's lounging. <laughs> well, I think because I've beaten a dead horse and Kyle's moved on. I get it. I just felt really passionate about the idea and the pushback. I, I was listening to Grizzle Geek earlier. And while I liked their analysis, I was like, but that's literally one side of it. Like, am I saying the majority are comic fans? No. Am I saying that even a quarter of them? Are there for the comics? No, but for a ninety-minute show, we have spent a lot of time on this topic. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm and putting a board right now. It's the the all. It's right. always going to be a discussion among this fandom. It's just like the music people, CD, you know, CD and cassette versus vinyl, the the movie buffs, DVD versus VHS versus Betamax. You know, it's it's every circle's got this debate. And nobody's nobody's saying Betamax is where. Hey, there's VHS people out there. 
No, there's not. Hey, there's, <laughs> no, you never know. There's, not. there's, there's, there's a guy going. out there collecting every single copy of Speed on VHS for a reason. There's a reason that Space Jam on VHS is a holy grail. I love the quality of VH. No, that's no. No, movie, movie people are no, no. But did you see that vinyl has had a huge resurgence in the, the pandemic? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vinyl is stupid too. You don't oh, like yeah, vinyl? I've been to. I hate that noise of the, of the needle, to picking the music up. I've always hated that noise. Really? Interesting. You're, I, dude. Okay, so here, I'll, so people, so when bands go in to record an album, yeah, they are spending a lot of money. So why not have the best, best quality you could ever extremely get for the amount of money that goes into it? No, 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 no. You're going to spend these million dollars plus to record this album, and then you're going to take a needle and put it on a piece of plastic so that it goes as you listen to it. No, just like movies, music is one of those mediums where you want it the best that it can be. So like when records were the best that it could be, then yes, it was great. When cassettes were the best that it could be, yes. When when CDs were the best that it could be, yes. But now, the fuck you want a fucking vinyl for? Nothing, nothing. Oh, fuck, I put it on the wrong song. Fuck, I put it on the wrong song. I need it on the fourth song. Fuck, I did it again. No. It's it's yeah. it's just a thing that like there's people there's vinyl heads out there. I think I, you know I think music sounds I way know, much I'm... better digitally, but there's just something about listening to an album on vinyl. I, I've seen your vinyl collection, Matt. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. It is. It's fucking stellar. It is. <laughs> what I, I like when I come over to your house, I get to flip through, when I flip through your milk crates of vinyl. And you, and you put that vinyl record on for us to it's listen because to Kellen, of Scum 41. It's because Kellen fucking let his friend borrow our the fucking record player we had in the house a long time ago, and I haven't had it since. You can listen to my record collection. Blink-22 sounds awesome on vinyl. <laughs> you can listen to... <laughs> <laughs> Come over and listen to Hanson on vinyl anytime you want. I've never seen your vinyl collection. No? Just no. check it out sometime. It's in my closet. Do, do. You can come, you can come listen to uh, Umbop Baby Dop on, on vinyl. Barbie Girl on vinyl is pretty good, too. You oh neither of those are on vinyl, so... Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Dude, sure they would be surprised what there's on vinyl. They're still putting new records out today on vinyl. Yes, they are. Only because there's a resurgence. Yeah. Vinyl is garbage. It's bulky. It's stupid. When you get a speed bump in your car, it skips. It just sucks. It's fantastic. I'm enjoying the concert we're getting from Corbin over here. Imagination. I'm just... Let's go party. That's never called garbage. I want I want to be able to full experience of my music, and I want it to be the best that it can be. Vinyl is not it. No matter how much the technology of vinyl has has changed, 
The concept of vinyl is still there, and it mm-hmm. still does the same thing. Fantastic. Okay, Corbin. I think we get it, buddy. <laughs> Just waiting for us to stop talking about vinyl. I don't want to eat too many of the more minutes. <laughs> Did you guys oh, see the uh, Mandalorian trailer? No. For season two of the Mandalorian? Sasha Banks. Stoke. Who cares? Shut up. <laughs> Sasha Banks. She's dead sexy, bro. Well, sexy oh, does not an actress it. make. Actually, yeah, it does. Even if you clean the vinyl, Darren, it still sucks. <laughs> Especially like when you first put it on. <laughs> oh my god, dude! That fucking noise. Well, whip it up, make it tight. I remember when I was a kid, I was at my buddy's house. I think I told the story before, but I would stay in the night there, and I was like, "Oh, dude, your dad's got a record player." Dude, and I was like, we should get one record out. We'll be DJs. And I fucking, it was like one o'clock in the morning. You started scratching records? Because I didn't know at the time I was a kid that it was a certain kind of, you know, turntable that you could, you could actually, uh, you know, scratch records on. His dad came out pissed. It's Kate Dizzle on the ones and twos. I was never allowed to stay the night again. (laughs) Get this fucking kid out of here. Send his ass home. What are you doing? He was so mad. We were so, I can't even remember what record we put on. Probably Led Zeppelin. You know what I mean? But like. <laughs> Little stairway, huh? Absolutely no stairway. Bummer. Immigrant song. Yeah. There you go. Not a big Led Zeppelin fan. They're yeah. thieves. So uh, after the COVID wow. scare with Robert Pattinson, what? Yeah, yeah. It's silent. Well, my brain just like died. <laughs> silent. Hey, silent. look, slow mo Wookie decided to join us. Hey, oh. <laughs> Are you done with your concert over there, Corbin? Can I unmute you now? Oh, I didn't know you had me muted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Slowpoke Wookie or Cholo Wookie. Cholo Wookie in the building. Star Wars podcast. He's coming oh, here to. No. You can't be. You can't be late for a flip side production. He's coming here to spout his. That's lo- got a flip side name on it. Right wing propaganda. I'm sorry, my Trump rally went late. <laughs> 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 but don't worry, CBSI guys. I won't be late for my other show because we can't mm. them. No, it's on Wednesday. No, they I'll all support. They all support like his uh, <laughs> his right wing propaganda, Cholo Wookie. So that's right. <laughs> Cholo Wookie had to go to this fucking Trump rally and yeah, he did. Fucking represent. Whatever. If you're not gonna do it on your other show, don't do it on this one. <laughs> oh no no that wasn't a joke that's funny because it was funny it's, it, I'm dead serious I feel you well what was next on the show I don't, what, what, oh yeah Robert Pattinson so the the Batman has resumed production Robert Pattinson is cleared with COVID um, good about that. good for that the only bummer is it went from a June release to an October release yeah but um, next year yeah. Don't you think that's kind of strategic if they're if they're supposedly doing like the long Halloween storyline? That's cool that they're it's going to come out no, in October. You want, you want 
Batman to be the a summer blockbuster. That's those movies I, are I, summer blockbusters. I think there's the problem is there's going to be so many because of COVID and everything being shifted. There's going to be so many movies fighting for dates next year because they're talking about pushing Black Widow again. That. Like Matt. What? Like Matt. What about me? Fighting for dates. Fighting for dates. That's right. That's what I gotta do. I, I would say this: if the movie is loosely based off the Long Halloween, then it kind of makes sense strategically to put it around that time. I, 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 I obviously get that those movies traditionally are used in the summer, but like Matt was saying, there's gonna be a bunch of movies there vying for time, and they're just gonna cannibalize themselves. Either that, or we're gonna expect the same people, and there's gonna be a few of them who will to go to every single movie. It's just not a smart thing. I am not great about it because like you said it's something you'd like to see then but they can spin it that way story wise everything else the mood of the movie put in october you know what i mean i no can't stop no staring at corbin because his i'm hearing him before i see his mouth move and it's like watching an old japanese film one of those old kung fu films my bad anyway my point was my point was that so yeah so good oh that's cool i mean it's do you think I, that's I, cool? Totally, I get what you know what I think is cool, Cholo Wookie? Being on time, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I totally get what Kyle's saying too. It's gonna be a summer blockbuster, then we we extend himself. we extend the invite for him to join the show. And look, who, who does he fucking think he is? Brian just comes in late whatever he wants, drinking squirt. Like, it's what does he think all. this is? Brian Wookie, Jr. over here? Wookie's got a life. I'll be back when the third degree's done. <laughs> Wookie. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, son of a bitch. He's got CBSI shows. Like, what? What is this? It's like Brian Clone. No, just working, 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 working. Well, welcome, douchebag number four. And Thank you. We appreciate you for joining us. <laughs> I appreciate being here. Sorry, I'm late. Yeah, that's that's. I've never seen appreciation for something like being super late to it. Oh, yeah, to see me at work. <laughs> <laughs> you don't appreciate being there. I know that for a fact. <laughs> you should see me at work. <laughs> so uh, Chris Evans showed uh, his little Captain America to the world on accident this week, sending Twitter into a buzz. Corbin comes back for that. I was waiting once the shots. I just wanted to avoid the. What shooting. was the uh, what was the lowdown on that? I heard a little snippet of it, and that was it. So he um, was posting a meme of himself with. And it's he just, did it very well. <laughs> it's just a picture of himself that said, um, "Protect that pussy." Right? Was it that what it said, Kyle? No, it said uh, like pussy magnet. No, I thought it was protect that pussy. Hold on, let me. I got the. The picture, the meme. Where's Grizz with the facts? Right, where is Grizz with the facts? Son of a bitch. Check on the DC Universe numbers. Yeah, <laughs> the DC Universe app. <laughs> no, it's guard that pussy. So it's it's him like standing there, almost looking like a mugshot that says guard that pussy in red underneath. And so he was sharing that to his Instagram and as he's sharing it, the video ended and it popped up to show his photo gallery. And down in the little corner was a picture of his schlong. Good for him. And he quickly removed it, but it wasn't removed. 
you know, it being the internet, it was never removed quick enough. So someone screen capped it and it got all over the place. And, uh, he, I mean, good for captain America. Cause he owned it. And, uh, the next day he was like, well, that happened. Uh, remember to go vote. And that's all he said about it so far. So, and then what everybody else did was they put up pictures of him and his dog. Yep. Now, so, so to, to counteract that of Captain America and Captain America's dog. Yeah. To counteract yeah, that people. dog to, to bury it. Yeah. And, you know, to bring light and joy to something that they were posting pictures of him and his dog. But all I, saw, all I saw was compliments. All people complimenting on, on, on the girth. Nice. Um, that's yeah. America's girth. <laughs> if I look like Captain America, I'd have dick pics all over the internet. <laughs> I feel like he, like we were talking about this earlier. He knows the angle of his angle. Yeah. <laughs> he, he knows his bet. He knows his best side. It's not like he's not, you know, fit and healthy and in shape. And I mean, even in, even if he had a tiny dinky, I mean, fuck, when you got a six pack abs like that, it doesn't matter what your dick looks like. It always matters. It, uh, yeah, don't let him lie. Someone's been lying to you for a long time, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> oh they, man, they love it. I've been, if you've been getting that six pack abs, maybe your your weenie wouldn't look so small. Shut up. <laughs> I wouldn't notice the size of your weenie if you had a wash. Why use funhouse mirrors? Yeah. <laughs> why, is, why is your penis look so small? Uh, it's because my abs are so big. <laughs> wink, wink. It's not a small penis. They're big abs. <laughs> That's right. That's why when you measure, you don't go length. You go from the bottom of your balls to your tip, and that's the that's the actual length of of your shalong. So if you got like a seven inch your shalong, if you got like a seven inch, that's where it is. Shalong. That's how you do it. That's how you measure it. Seven and a half inches. Got that subway foot long action. I get you. Yeah. That's a very Max brings up a good point. He already has America's ass. That was yes, the big joint, big joke about the the whole movie is. <laughs> That was America's ass, so guess what? You might as well have America's cock as well. Yeah. Why not? Why the heck not? He could be Captain Cock. This flag is never at half mast. <laughs> it's always standing so, at full attention. So who do you think he was sending the nude pics to originally? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett <laughs> No way, she's burnt. Oh, with Colin, yes. Yeah, I'm I'm digging deep into that one. By I'm, four. I'm saying Chris Enforth. Yeah, you think they were at a contest? <laughs> They're in a measuring contest. He's just sending. Well, Scarlett Johansson dicks way better than Chris. Bigger than Chris Evans. <laughs> My lord. They're, he's sending it to his wife, so they're having a battle. She's having a battle of the Chris's. The, the Captain America Thor debate raged way too far now. Between Chris Pat, yeah, Pratt the three Chris's, yeah, they're having a they're having a, a, a dick measuring contest to who's, who's finally figure real? out who the best Chris is. Who's the real? Oh, it's definitely Thor. <laughs> you think it's Hemsworth? Oh yeah, dude. I guarantee that it's like a bell and it's ringing at his knees. <laughs> ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> you know when it's six o'clock in his world. <laughs> Yeah. Is that is that because he's Australian? Yeah, of course. Everything's bigger. Everything gets bigger when you're on an island. When you're south of the equator. 
It's just the way it is. How many puns can we come up with? What is it like? Scotty Schwartz says he's he's Jew from the waist up, but Schwartz from the waist down. Oh, that that. fucking liar! <laughs> no, he's not. He's only no, he's a truth not. seeker. You know it. I'm fine. That's good though. Good for him. And good, good for people for coming to his his aid with dog pictures. But can he hold his shield with it? Oh, I'm sure he can. Oh, he has. You saw it? Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, it, 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 let's just say it's definitely worthy. Okay, can Thor lift his hammer? Yeah. <laughs> he lifts it every time he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> Yes, sir. Every night to bone his wife. Oh, okay, so then what would uh, what would Star Lord have to do? He's he like, you are worthy, the, uh, and I'm about to give you the power of Thor and make you Odin's son. As he strikes her down with his hammer. Oh my god! What wow. what would Chris Pratt do? Have to do? I, lost him. I, I don't know. What would he have to do if Thor lifted his hammer and Captain America had to I hold the shield? I am Groot because I'm about to raise my root. Well, Pratt I have to do something. Yeah, he just calls on Groot because he's raising his root. But say it one more time, man. It might be funny the third time you say it. Groot root. No. Oh, that's why it's funny because you ride. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fuck you, Kyle. Son of a bitch. This is why we can't have nice things, Kyle. Douchebag. No one can hear you, douchebag number two. I might have to agree with the garbage phoenix statement. By far. 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 You know what's really odd? I have a, a good friend back in Colorado. That is odd. His odd. last his last name is Far. And far? when we leave, we always say, by Far. By Far? That was by terrible. By Far. Again. Not, that wasn't even a joke. That was a true statement. I was literally telling you a true statement. That was not meant to be funny at all. That is yes, sir, that by, was far. by Far. By Far? By Far. By Far. He has, he has a tattoo on his arm and it says, ever since. And it's spelled out in like wrenches and pistons and all that shit. Every every time someone came into the mechanic shop, no, Maddie's killing the show. Stop him! <laughs> every time someone comes into the shop, they always say, "Ever since, ever since." Oh wow! Anyway, so uh, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill's returning as Superman. Uh, he's going to come back to star or to have a supporting role and Black Adam and Shazam, as well as the Snyder Cut. You excited to see Henry Cavill reprise Superman roles? Yeah. Even if it's not a Superman movie? Yes, he's a good Superman. He should always be Superman. It's I want Brandon Routh back. Give Brandon another chance. Yeah. I liked him too. But honestly, yeah, Superman fits in all of it. Why not? The fact that he makes a lot of sense with Black Adam and Shazam. And he's a character that, again, he's literally DC. Why not? He doesn't have to have another movie to be Superman in whatever he's in. He was a good Superman. He was. He was. Brandon was good, too. As long as he doesn't fall off a horse and paralyze himself, he's a great Superman. Wow, Lobar. 
Go, Brandon. Low blow. Go, Brandon Routh. What? Yeah, I like Brandon. I'm not gonna lie. Brandon was underrated. What? It, Brandon did literally didn't do anything wrong. He was in a horrible movie. That's not his fault. He did a good Superman, and then years passed, and thank goodness for Kingdom Come Superman because Brandon Routh. People hate him and have no good reason as to why. But let's keep him. So you had a little bit of uh, Marvel news come out this week that uh, She-Hulk is going to start production in the beginning, early parts of 2021. And they have cast Orphan as the new black star, Tatiana uh, Maslena. I, I just butchered that last name. Maslena um, as the title role in, in She-Hulk. Are you guys going to get behind She-Hulk? No. On Disney Plus? Why not? Huh? I think She-Hulk could be good, but the chick they cast seems a little small. Did you did you see that they're about to put her in a relationship with Thor in the comics? I was not aware. Really. That's yeah. interesting. No, I gotta look into that. As far as She-Hulk and Jadama support it, it's nice that they're trying something different. They're trying something new. Why not? I've never heard of this actress before. Not gonna lie, I, ne- I didn't watch Orphan... Annie or whatever. Orphan is the new black. Son of a bitch. Well, there you go. Have you seen a picture of her, Corbin? Um, I looked at it once it was announced. So, yeah. and uh, She fits. She actually looks... I saw one that someone put on Twitter about how close she looked to Mark Ruffalo. So, that's cool. I'll support it. It's something that's different, and and I like that Marvel's reaching out and trying to do different things. You know who was born to play this role but died too soon to play it? Was China from WWE. Do any of you know China? Yeah. Yes. That's, Layla. That's, Kelly who it, Kelly. that's who it should have been. China. I think WWE. China's too, too thick. Nah, she was she's too the perfect thick, size. She's the perfect size, man. Nah, she's a little thin now. <laughs> you know, she's a lot of thin now. <laughs> oh my god. Some yeah. might say she's skin and bones. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. I, last I heard, she was just all skin and bone. <laughs> she was kind of a thick. Big, like the chicken Mandalorian. She, she looked like she had she something that thick. thick, muscular kind of going on. Wrestler overdose, and oh. She Hulk is drawn so just, just muscle. Like she doesn't have that thickness. She just got that, that really muscular muscle. That Venus look, you're ripped. She needs that thickness with three C's, right, Corbin? Uh, 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 yeah. yeah. She's hot though. I think she'll do. Decent job. I mean, oh yeah, looking. What else is she from? Orphan Annie. Oh, I mean, Orphan is the new Orph- black. That's the only place I know her from. Is Orphan is the new black? That's where most people are going to know her from. Orphan is the new black. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck is that? It's a. Is it something? It's a show, Kyle, about orphans being the new black. Or know, orphan. Have- it's Orphan Black. Oh. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> Not Orphan. That shows you how much we were. <laughs> orphan you trying to just lie, Corbin. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know. I thought it was Orphan Annie. He's calling it Orphan Annie. And <laughs> it's just Orphan Orange Black. black so All right, listen, we, got time. we don't got time for the facts. Grizzle Geek is still looking at DC numbers. What can we do? <laughs> it's Orphan Black. Orphan Black. Cool. It's I don't a show. I heard of it. I never saw it. I'm, I'm sure we're all going to look into it. <laughs> I was calling it little. I was calling it Orphan is the New Black. You were. That's I know I, I was. I was doing it on purpose. No, you weren't. I would yeah, say that. 
but she was also in the show Perry Mason. If you've seen the new Perry Mason that's been on, I believe it's um, HBO. HBO, yeah. They made a new Perry Mason. Yeah, I don't believe it is. It is on. Oh, Kyle, that's a fact. Grizzle Geek version, really? It's a fact. It's on HBO. He doesn't even need to call. Ronda Rousey, that's a good. Erica says Ronda Rousey, Rousey, whatever. Ronda Rousey, Azer. See, my vote was always Ronda Rousey for Captain Marvel. Having a perfect because I hate Ronda Rousey, and she would have done a great job leading me to hate Captain Marvel. So yeah, I agree. How, how can you hate Ronda? She's all I don't know. I just do. I just do. Because she's got do. a bigger dick than Corbin. <laughs> Honestly, that's a point of pride. I I'm not one to compare. I'm pretty proud of what I got down there, but uh, no. I'll give you five dollars to tell her to her face and like get in her face, be like, "I fucking hate you, Rhonda." I fucking hate you. I'd be and, and then and then push her. <laughs> I will give you five George Washingtons. What are those? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, but no, I just think she's. I just think she's annoying. That's all. Like, I'm glad she. If she was, I'm sure she'd do good. But whatever. I like no name actors, actresses, act people. I I don't think she's a good actress. Who? No, Rhonda. No, I'm not. Talking, I'm saying I like that they're not going with Rhonda. I like that they're oh. going. With no name actress. Fuck! You can't do yeah. what you can't do much worse than who they've already got to play Captain Marvel. She's got the look, but good God! I think. Hey, Peter yeah. Parker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Next, next, I like next. her in her other roles. Like I like her as uh, Envy Adams in Scott Pilgrim, but I just and I liked her in Twenty One Jump Street. I just did not like her in that Captain Marvel role. I don't, I don't know. The haircut. Uh, I always forget that's her in, in Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. I just not. I I would like I said I always wandered around Ronda Ronda Ronda. Ronda Rousey. Ring around a Rousey. All right. We got a down vote because we're garbage, guys. I think we're singing too long on the topic. Garbage Phoenix. We beat this one down. We did. Next. Um, the family of Carol Baskin's missing husband decided to post a uh, commercial during her Dancing with the Stars episode. Fucking genius. Offering a $10,000 reward for any tips. Regarding his disappearance. I thought that was so awesome. What a slap in the face. So awesome. That's pretty smart. I agree. It's genius. Not only was it his three daughters, but it was his assistant that he was probably banging on the side. I mean, I'm not going to refute that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody's going to refute it. I never even saw the TV series. (laughs) But I like the fact that you're right. Like, like, like Kyle said, genius. Bring it up. Bring some attention in a way that her name's already out there. You got the song and everything. But now it's like, no, no. Ha- take a moment and look at this real world application before we go back to watching her try to attempt to dance. So I'm with it. I love it. And it Yay. makes it even better when uh, the Views host Joy Behar yeah, comes out that. and says that Carol Baskin's former oh. husband Don Lewis should have made an appearance on Dancing with the Stars. I <laughs> Without realizing that he was missing. Tiger King. Yeah. She never watched Tiger King. <laughs> and then and then Whoopi Goldberg's like, 
he's not with us. Like he's not on this earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, they are hilarious. They had something happen today with them. They're 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 a funny group for unintentional comedy. She says, I had no idea what Tiger King is, Behar admitted. What they told me this morning is that she's under suspicion and that her husband is missing. So what would have been really big cup for ABC was to have the husband of dancing on Dancing with the Stars. Now that would have been good television. Bring him back. Oh, oh the, the missing out. husband just shows up on the Dancing with the Stars. You fucking moron. Surprise. I know you've been waiting a long time to see this, Carl. We brought I'm the remains. I'm back in Central America. <laughs> <laughs> long thought lost. We were able to find a half disposed car. I got lost. <laughs> I got lost. I got lost. Oh, I went through the jungles and then I went through Mexico into Arizona to Hollywood and I'm back and I'm ready for Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I cannot wait to see you dance tonight. <laughs> oh man. I'm never gonna dance again. <laughs> what dance anyway. are you gonna do for us, Don? Thriller. Yep. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yep. It's exciting stuff. Yes, it is. Moving. What? Four minutes. Yeah, yeah. We are. Come on, come on, Matt. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know what are, what are we doing. Keeping it moving. What's the next topic? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm with you. Odd news. What are we doing? Did we? Uh, what'd you guys think of the whole UFO over Jersey? Did you guys see it about that? I thought the Gettysburg thing was cooler. Gettysburg thing was pretty dope. Did you guys see that? It. No. So a man caught a uh, video of what he claims to be two ghosts crossing the street near Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. But they don't actually cross the street. No, they don't. They just kind of appear and then disappear. They appear like one appears behind some equipment like some, some, and then another one appears on the side of it and like walks around it and then the other one like appears behind it and then goes to like a statue. But you can see them both, whatever it is, it looks like it manifests from the ground. Oh, wow. It's translucent, like Something that looks like a like the outline of a human. It looks like it manifests out of the ground, and they like walk over to the statue. They don't actually cross the street. They stay like it looks like they walk like twenty feet. And it's, and it's like clear, good video. Yeah, I pulled up, Matt. Oh shit! All right, let me get it here. Damn, we're prepared. I do love me some good ghosts. I was ghosts. looking for it while you were talking about it. I got so many damn chats. The, our, the UFO our paranormal. That's our new I'm, podcast. And that's what it. I'm doing. The oh, that's right. The UFO. Everybody. What? I feel like UFOs is like, oh, everybody saw UFOs and got pictures over Jersey. Well, yeah, no shit. While everyone was rioting and being stupid, <laughs> all the government came out and said, hey, by the way, they're with us. They're here and they're flying all around and we know it. Have a good day. <laughs> Time for Chad to start parodying his right oh wing fucking god. kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my so god! It just it struck oh. me funny when the whole UFO thing came up because it was like, yeah, they pretty much already said and acknowledged, you know, all that's true. Well, it's there. Yeah, I did see it. That was kind of creepy. I'm I'm not a big super fan of the whole they're among us, even if they are. So it's like, yay. Out of sight, out of mind. The less I know, the better. But that was kind of sure. creepy. A lot. All right, here we go. I'm gonna share my screen. With no, you. see, I'm I'm more interested in ghosts, like Kyle said, because like that shit, nobody has said. 
you know, hey, they're real. They're here. I feel go. like I'm on the moon. One small step for man. You stupid ad. I can't stop it either. God damn it. Here you go. Wait, what? There we go. It wasn't letting me a minute ago. That's why I had to listen to that whole damn ad. That's just dust. So on the right of the cannon watch. So like right here. And stop and it then right here where one's my marathers is. One's behind one cannon and then one the closest cannon to us. Another one comes from right there. Yeah, right here. Tell me that's not... That's pretty cool. See how it jumps over that statue? That's pretty badass. Like it jumps from one cannon to the statue. I don't feel it's an Arizona fucking dust devil, and they ain't never seen that shit. They ain't never seen that in Jersey. <laughs> I'm saying, like, that could be that, or it could be just a kick of, ooh. oh my gosh. It's an Arizona dust devil. Ain't nobody over there ever seen one of them, and they're like, holy fucking g- 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 ghost scoop. Oh my ghost. TK says, that's shit on the window. Filming right there in right. the dark. Yeah, yeah, like like it's perfect. He looks, oh my god. Secondly, part of it me like like is there footage before that? Right. I, yeah, he's I like, holy shit, Leslie, I just hit the biggest fucking bug. Check this out. And he's trying to get it on his FaceTime, and she's About fucking it just walks there. past at the same time. But I mean, it looks cool because it does look like something actually manifests out of the ground. It, it did. It did look. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like that's it, the it definitely to- had a skeletal kind of look to it too. It had a human type form to it. Yes, like an outline of a human. And then it goes from that. It, it kind of like jogs to that second cannon, and it like takes like one more step, and then you could tell it like like jumps or like disappears and reappears, like it. It knows what it's doing, and it it manifests back at that statue. I'm here, boss. Your little stone, though. <laughs> <laughs> I said, love the camera. Your purple. little stone, though. <laughs> yeah, was it a dash cam or was it? Were they using a phone or was it? it kind of looked like maybe a dash cam? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I I'll have to call him to to find the facts out. You know, I, I, does it say in the article? It didn't say in the article what it's from. It just said well, that he, he recorded the video. <laughs> but like your dash cam, something has to happen in front. Is it constantly recording, Kyle, or is it something happens in front of you? It's constant. It, it con- it's constantly recording, three minutes at a time, and then starts again, and then starts again. Son of a bitch! The Jersey, I like the Jersey thing though. The the UFO floating over Jersey. Show that to all our listeners. And all the people getting out of the car on it. To look at it. They got out of the car. 
the UFO. They got the car. They got Take me with you. Look at the UFO. Take me with you. These people are fucking crazy. To look at the UFO. That's what I said. I've been like, can I go with? Here you go. All these people down here suck. They're crazy. Please, please put something in my butthole. Dead ass. Look. It's a fucking spaceship. You can see it right here. There you go. Look, the whole street is fucking stopped. There's a fucking flying spaceship. There's a flying spaceship. I what the fuck? I thought he was looking at that red Prius. <laughs> Look. Dude, it's like the worst recorder. He's more interested in the cars driving by than actually the spaceship. Yeah, you can tell he's concentrating on the UFO until it's in his Staring at the show. But the big thing is, is that there's so many Air Force bases around that area, I guess, in Jersey, that they're they're calling it an experimental government test flight. Don't so, me. you know, of course, <laughs> even after they come out and say that... <laughs> Even even after they come out and say that UFOs exist, it's still an experimental government test flight. Damn your right wing fucking craziness, there, Matt. Right. Tell them. I didn't know there was a lot of Air Force bases in Jersey. Mm-hmm. One too many. I worked with. There's like four. I guess they're saying in that area where it was spotted over. So is it areas 47, 48, 49? <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a couple out there. And 51 is in in uh, well, you know where 51 is because he's been there. <laughs> you tried to raid it. I forgot to clap some cheeks. You and all the other Kyles. All right. Thanks, everybody. It Have does. A good night. It does look like a blimp. That's that's what I've heard. Someone said to me, too. It looks like a blimp with the marquee scrolling that's across. I choose a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blimp. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What if aliens come down to the earth and they're like, dude, just all you got to do is get one of them new hologram blimp signs on the side of your ship and just write Ice Cube's a pimp on the side of it. And nobody will ever know that you're millions of people take pictures and nobody will ever think that it's aliens, man. It'll, just trust me, it'll play out perfect. All right, we're going to go in and on the side, we're going to Corbin, did you have another? Uh, Ice Cube is a pimp. Do you have another story you wanted to talk about on your must hits? Um, we're five minutes over. Who cares? Um, not really. Um, I, I was a lot of it was just wondering what Jim Lee would say about DC, and they did Batman Day tomorrow. Whoop de doo, and that was pretty much all I had. Damn. You didn't want to talk about the Marvel Birdwatcher dude? Oh, I mean, we're five minutes over. No, I'm playing. Okay, so uh, we haven't even had top. We haven't even had hot ten yet. Where's Brian? Hot ten or is ending? Yeah. Right, so it's um, ending. What are you watching it, Corbin? Yeah, I am. Right here. Fuck both of you. Well, I, I have shit. To add on. I have nothing to add on UFOs. Like you talking UFOs more than I have to add. I was right. The number one is the the Kang. When I was talking about, I, I was happy about that. But I'm not. I'm not listening. Anyway, but long story short, um, Christian Cooper, uh, yeah, watching fame. You know, with the Karen to try to call the cops on him, printing out a comic book, weirdly loosely describing his experiences, but also adding some anecdotal moments of racism that may have been inspired by him. It, it, 
It's really weird. But isn't that um, one of the great things about comics? Is that they he get they get to be, he's getting to portray something that happened and something that's relevant and something that's going on, and he gets to put it into a medium where people can get their hands on it and read it and and become educated and more aware. Well, on on that note, when it first was announced that this is what was going to happen, I was of the exact same thought that you can use this vehicle as a way to educate people through the form. But like from what I've been looking at and everything, like the actual comic just seems to be more like a, a, I'm sorry. No, like I'm saying what we're describing is like more of the concept of it. And like the reality is more like a rehashing of injustices that were done to this black kid in the book that I don't know. Isn't he a bird? They're, no, they're, they're witness through binoculars as she's yeah. as this person's bird watching. Yeah, like this person's an avid bird watcher, places. and they're you witnessing know. social injustices and police brutality Everywhere take place through binoculars. And I just think that there's a moment where, if it had been like you had talked about Kyle in terms of trying to educate and inform, it, it just feels like it's kind of raking up stuff for the purpose of doing that. You know what I mean? Like. Like, the people that you want to reach with that aren't reading those books. You know what I mean? If you're trying to tell average up the street, hey, racism exists and it's all around us, they're not picking up books to begin with. So congratulations, it's not being accomplished. For those who would be interested in reading it, it's kind of, damn, like, we know this. Like, okay, like, it's, I, I just don't understand. It's not exactly a memoir. It's like you said, like an artistic view of, racism literally everywhere through the panels of this guy and it's just and it's also a kid is really not him because he's like an older dude and it's like a younger black kid like I just don't understand it's like hey I could do it I worked with Marvel I have some pull I can do a comic book here's my comic book but in terms of any actual like if he's trying to in, in, incorporate or inspire some change I don't think he's going to hit what he thought and a large amount of that I don't think is because of the client of the people that would be listening it's just the tone of the book it's just overly like down it stresses the point too much yes that you think it's a little saying. too on the nose it's a little too on the nose like you, you would think there'd be some like some 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 deafness added to it where you're like okay you know what you're proving a point of what's going on here in a very artistic very um like but there's an actual story going on as this is happening exactly. i mean at one point this is white dude that tells black guy to get off my lawn like like it's like stuff that's like really like, oh, like yeah, it, it just again, it was it was it was like ham fisted and it was like shoving in your face, which isn't going to help anything because again, like I said, those people who aren't gonna read the book, who believe what they want to believe anyway, will be the first people to jump on Twitter, jump on social media, and trash the book. And the people who are reading it can't really support it in that way because it's it's kind of ham fisted and all over the place. Like it's definitely just shoving it all in you. We get injustice all the time. This happens everywhere. Look at this. I'm the author, and this happened to me as if we didn't know because we've been listening to it for the last three months. You know what I mean? I just think it's not the platform. There's also a point where a a crazy white woman calls the cops on him. (laughs) So it's all all on the news. Like, if he was just going to do a reenactment of what happened, fine. You know, just a reenactment of what happened in, in a comic verse, fine. But he added so many other elements of things that probably have happened may have happened i just think it's going to divide readership and and honestly like i don't know if you want you're, you're going to divide readership anyway just because certain people don't want to hear about this or don't want to believe it exists or anything but i'm not even talking about that i'm just saying you're going to divide readership among people who are actually intrigued by it and people who could potentially be educated who are now going to be turned off by it because of this so 
that's what I meant. Like I looked at it and I wanted to tell you, I'm like, I, I just, I have mixed thoughts on it because the idea, the concept I, I'm totally with, even if I wouldn't read it myself because I'm, well, I live it every day. And also like, I'm not living every day, but I live that life. And I also know the story. So it's not a newsflash to me. But if I was just someone who's just trying to read a book and I'm like, wow, I would be turned off by it. Like would y'all, what would, what would be your thoughts on that? Like, did y'all feel the same way? Did y'all think? Honestly, I probably wouldn't buy it. No, I'm okay, not going to. I mean, I'm not. Either. I was just like, but would you not? Because just in general, or just because you are hearing like. I'd what, buy it and flip it. It's flippable, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> if it's a good spec book, I'd buy it. But like, maybe if it would just, you know, maybe if there was undertones and maybe if there was a cool story going on and this is stuff that he was you know, that's happening while the story is going on to make a point. Yeah. And it's a good story then, and then maybe, but not if it's, this is just, that's the whole purpose of that. It's, it's, it's this. And that's just, and that's just what it is. And I, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm think at this point, that's just going to be yet another piece of, of art propaganda, whatever you want to call it, that is going to be thrown to this big divide that we already have. And it's not something that could have potentially, potentially reached across and maybe had some read and go, wow, I didn't think of it in that way. Because bottom line, what happened, the situation was all horrible. We get that. He had a chance to, 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 to rectify that, or not rectify but to, to express it to others. And I think he's going to fail. And I think that's just just sad. Like, he could have done it better. But that, that's all I had for that. I agree. Thanks, man. I appreciate you bringing it up. I completely forgot about it. Thanks, Kyle, for the support. Like, come on, guys. Let's just, if we're going to, like, these comics and... You know, I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a second. We got time, right? 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 No. Why are we always like you haven't been up there all night already? Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I've been fired up about it. But like, if we're gonna take that for a second, comics, and I see this all the time, at least on Twitter and everything, about adopting social norms and social constructs and using it within the fold of the writing, right? And like right now, it's all the election, and I get it, right? If you look at 70s 80s other comics they were product of their times as well i just think it's the way that is written that was a big difference between stuff back then and stuff now if you look at um i hate to bring it up again but dark knight returns frank miller literally uses ronald reagan as an example of america 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 to the point of it being just tone deaf and blind but because he does it so well it's not even looked at in that way like people catch on and you get it but he's not just plastering your face that mm -hmm. You know, Reagan is horrible from his own point of view. Like, he's sharing that, and you can get it, but it's written in a way that makes sense. Nowadays, all you get is, and on both sides, people who are rioting just for their own political opinion, but they don't really care. It's like, here's my opinion around a loosely structured story. Not, here's my story, and my opinion is also in it. And that's just bringing down the quality of so much of the work, and it's making comics even more of, uh, instead of an uh, art form and a medium that's to be uh, appreciate it. I feel more like you sometimes, Kyle, where it's like, I'll buy it just to flip it because I have no attachment whatsoever mm -hmm. to this book at what, all. Wait, wait, what is this book called? Well, uh, I don't even know, bro. <laughs> I looked it up earlier and I forgot. I'm not buying it. I'll tell you in a second. But, like, um, it's just, like, that's what I mean. Like, I think that his, this book is you, only symbolized. It, it's a bird. Why, yeah, it's a bird. Then you wonder why we're a garbage podcast, or we're a, you know, well, I, I yeah. poor excuse for a, a geek in pop culture. I hadn't even heard. I hadn't even heard of it. Of it. Well, it came out. I mean, this was uh, put out early this week, about four or five days ago. And 
I looked it up and read it then and then listened to some other things and read some other, and I just realized, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not, no, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't cool. You know what I mean? I like the idea. I like what he was attempting to do, but I just think that this book is going to grow into an ever troubling field in terms of comics to me, where people are more concerned with getting their thoughts on certain issues out there over the actual art and the medium and the storytelling that people come for. Yeah, no, I get it. So, anyway, I'm off my soapbox now, Matt. Maybe that grumpy old guy didn't give two shits about what color the person was. He just doesn't like anybody on his lawn. Maybe. Maybe. Did any of you guys get your uh, Peach Momoko uh, DC Deceased Dead Planet variant cover? I did not. Watch out now. If you'd like one, I can get you one at the show. Really? I, I ordered extra. You're the man, Chad. Well, you're down here, but thank you. I have, I have no reason to get one. She's got a super awesome well, ghost spider. Yeah, let number. me know. I'll, yeah, hit me up. She's got a super awesome ghost spider number eight variant cover that I really want. Uh, that cover does look good. There's an uh, uh, a um, Batman cover that's coming out that she did. It's a variant, and it's like a one in one hundred or a one in. 50 or one in 500 or something like that and it's it's honestly one of the probably i don't know i like it i'm not a big momoko fan i i fucking like that cover it's cool which one uh the she's got a batman cover coming out is it batman batman is it the it's the I know she's got a, a cover to the Batman Adventures Continue number one of Harley Quinn. She's got an Avengers cover, or I think it's a Young Avengers cover or an Outlawed cover coming out that is unreal. It's got it's got all the Outlawed characters or yeah, Outlawed characters, and it's like just shows little halves of them. It's oh gorgeous. yeah, I saw that. That yeah, is a good cover. No, the new one that so Batman's across the top, and his cape comes down. And then out of that, like peeking out of the bottom, is the Joker's face, and it's it 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 sounds goofy when you describe it, but when you see it, it's really fucking cool looking. That's yeah, I gotta check it out. Yeah, it, it's it's a crazy. Uh, she's got a she's got a Venom twenty seven null cover. Have you seen yeah, that yet? Yeah, that's coming out. Oh what, man, two, check this two? cover out. I think her art's terrible, man. I think the Darth I, Maul is terrible. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I, I, that's really? good because Null is a man- manga based character, and and she's good at drawing je- traditional Japanese art, and manga it's is one of them. Not that good of a cover. I think that. I just don't like ass. Null. I think I think the character is bad looking. I just don't think it's cool. I think it's is his shoulder pads are weird, man. <laughs> He's weird. Right, right. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Nope. You can't do this to me. I'm trying to pick up where you're leaving off, man. I'm trying to. Trying to... <laughs> it might be a, a three Jokers cover that she did that for. That's. um. I know it's a variant and it's a rare variant. There's not many. I want to say it's a one in 500 you, or a one in 100. Are you talking about Mar- the Marvel's Rising cover she did, Brian? No, uh, that might be it. Let me see it. Nope. This one is in. I'll show you. Yeah, that's terrible. I'll show you it. Uh, I just ordered it. This is un, 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 just unabashedly terrible. It's fucking terrible. Her Spider Man is terrible. Her last. 
You could tell she's overworked right now. Yeah. You could tell she has a lot of projects and she and and you could her art isn't that what it's real as it is, but it's it's been that spider going one is dope. Or ghost spider. See, I don't like that either. You don't like that? That cover's mm-hmm. sick as fuck. I think it's unique. I like it. I think it's unique in a different way. Like Peach Momoko, I like out of all the times we've shown her on her on on this show, I might have seen maybe two that I was like, okay, that's cool. The t- the turtles one and like one other random one. Most of hers I don't like, but I think I just am not a fan of her style. But like that one, okay. But like I, you said, I think when there's, she's there's art, really good not- manga art, and that's not it. I can definitely see where Kyle's coming from with that because. A That's lot of her covers are in the same pose. It might be champion. Same. She does a lot of the yeah, same kind is. of covers. Yeah. Look up champions number one Momoko cover. It's garbage. <laughs> it's burnt. It's burnt. Here, we'll just all be quiet while yeah, we're waiting for a minute. Sit there and type. Uh, I mean, type. I don't want to get on my soapbox again. So, got nothing else to add. No, real talk, though. Um, yeah, I, I agree with, with with Kyle about maybe her talent or her art style already being one thing. And when you're overworked and you're doing a style that maybe you're is not that the, the most one you're talking about, Ryan. And I've studied. Good job. That's it. Yep. Good job, Corbin. Go ahead, Corbin. What were you saying, buddy? I was just buying time while you were looking it up, but I was oh. basically just saying I agree with Kyle in terms of saying that you're writing in a style that's probably not your, you know, your preferred style, and you're also having to rush certain things to fit deadlines and whatever. That that's why there might be some variance in her style and artwork. Well, I just think she's got so many variants. She's got a variant from like almost fucking every issue coming out for something. Yeah, yeah, they're just she's burnt. Rich. She's gonna get burnt, man. And her, her, she's using I think a lot of art that she just sketched before she got big for some of these covers because some of the art just doesn't look. Oh, you mean, you mean like um, that Darth Maul? My favorite, Darth Maul. My favorite yeah. is the that weird Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. The one where he's shooting webs out of his <laughs> this, butt. This one right here is my favorite. This this Spider Man one, right here. The fucking weird, yeah. weird ass long neck. God, way to ruin that cover, man. Yeah. <laughs> that weird fucked up long neck is stupid. <laughs> but she, but she does certain covers great. She does, you know, the 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 traditional Japanese art. She does. Whenever she puts that into a cover, it's gorgeous. She has more misses than she has hits. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, it was when I saw that that newer Batman or Detective Comics or whatever the fuck it is that's coming out here soon is uh it's probably three weeks away. Um it, it was I was kind of surprised. I was like, huh, wow, that's actually one I kind of dig. What about how many of you are ordering that new uh, 300 Miles Morales variant? That new 300? Yeah. That homage. Nah, I might look into it later. I have no intention right now. Is she got? A, is it a death metal cover? Yeah, she's got a death. She's got a Robin King death metal variant coming. Oh, is that it? Maybe it's that. Uh, I can't remember what the hell I yeah, saw. It sure. Is it? Is it this one? No, yeah, that ain't that's that. Terrible. No, that ain't it. Yeah, that's the only that's the only Peach Momoko Batman cover I'm seeing is the, the death metal variant. I don't know. Maybe they're not pushing it out yet though, but I mean Yeah, they may it, and that and I saw it at work. I was ordering and going through stuff, so 
it may be a shop a shop exclusive. I remember it's really rare, and it was going to be fucking expensive. So I was like, whatever. No, no. No, man. It's you guys watch it because his cape comes way, way, way down to the corner, and then it's got the Joker head poking out the bottom, and it's a very Japanese style Joker. I wonder if it's a Batman one hundred variant then. That may be. It was cool. It was one of the few of hers that I was like, you know, I'd, I'd actually consider buying that book just because that kind of a cool damn cover. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just not a fan of her. 27? Um, I don't know. But you want to run through the, uh, the Hot 10, Brian? Yeah. Find that. With the podcast. Really took that one. What did he say? What did you say, Kyle? I said with this bloated podcast. Oh, We're just going to sit here quiet again. I'm pretty bloated, so I know that's the only reason the podcast should be too. All right, here we go. Let me share that. So the Golden Age book is not a Golden Age book this week. It's a Silver Age book, but it's the first issue with the code stamp. And that is Wild Boy of the Congo, number 14, an 8.5 copy sold this week for $5,800, which is 30 times the Overstreet value. So, yeah, this is a Matt Baker cover, classic comic artist. So Wild Boy of the Congo recently sold for $5,800 and 8.5. So kind of crazy. Even, I don't even really like that cover that much. Matt Baker. I'm not a fan of Matt Baker. Matt Baker is like uh, one of the biggest uh, Golden Age like artists there is. So, but uh, I'm not a fan of him. So, number or the other honorable mention is Riptide Draken number one, the Paul Balliard uh, one in ten variant. This is from Red Five Comics. It's a lot and better, most Peach Momoko of covers. Gorgeous cover. I mean, I'd buy that cover if I saw it, but not for twenty to forty dollars. I mean, you yeah. can get it for like twenty bucks on the internet or forty dollars at the Red Five website, which is if ridiculous. If I was digging through dollar bins, or I was at like, if we were at like John's or something, I'd probably just because it'd be like fifty cents or something, or he'd be like, "Ah, just take it," because it's just a cool looking cover. But other than that, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. forty dollars on it. That is yeah. pretty sweet bike and shit. Yeah. Uh, number 10. This is an interesting one. This is uh, Hero Trade Ashcan uh, from Matt Kent and David Lapham. Um, these are selling for ridiculous numbers. And the reason why is because Dinesh uh, from Valiant um, is doing something with this book uh, where he's pro- producing it on its own or something. A matter of fact, I think he's going to be on Hot 10 tonight. There's a chance that Dinesh. Uh, I forget. I forget his last name, but the guy who owns Valiant and did all the the bloods. Uh, what is it? Bloods um, blood. Is it the hot ten already done? No, on on drunken chat. Sorry, did I say hot ten? Drunken chat. Uh, I meant drunken chat. Bloodshot. So bloodshot. Yeah. Um, which I had no idea. This just happened to be on the hot ten, and Mel's like, "Well, I think I know what this book is about because uh, I just talked to uh, Dinesh from Valiant, and he might be on hot ten. So or not hot ten? Drunken chat. So it was like." It was kind of cool, but this book is selling for like a lot, like five, six hundred dollars or something like that. It's crazy. Oh, wow. yeah, okay. super rare. It's it's a it's an ash can. So remember, there's not very many of them. So uh, number nine is X Men number twelve. This is the first cover appearance of the High Summoner. Uh, 
It's a ten to fifteen dollar book right now. Super hard to get in high grade. Gorgeous Linnell Francis U cover. Love that cover. Love the character. Um, but uh, yeah, X Men the the X of Swords stuff is gonna be awesome, and uh, that's why this stuff is hot. This is one of those characters, and this is his first cover appearance. So, oh, very cool. um, magnificent Miss Marvel number thirteen, the second printing. This book is selling for ridiculous numbers right now. It's the second printing strikes again thing, and uh, it's the first appearance of that amulet character. But the second printing rarity strikes again. People are just really looking for these second printings, and this one's selling for like a ridiculous amount on eBay. Um, first print's almost just it's not where it's at now. With some of them, if there's a second print and it's got a different cover or something, it's it all depends. But most second prints are going crazy. Um, and here's another version of craziness. This is uh, number seven, the Venom number twenty-five Walmart cover, Ryan Stegman Walmart variant. And oh, this thing is selling for forty to fifty dollars. It's super hard to get in high grade because it's on the top of I the Walmart that. packs, and the and it's got form-fitting plastic just around the sides and it's the all black cover so you're gonna get spine breaks and it's very hard to get in high grade uh but this is a, a walmart only variant which is cool and it's um a ryan stegman cover because uh mark bagley couldn't do it for some reason so stegman filled in and people love stegman venom stuff i mean they just love it well it's so venom bag bagley's not doing venom uh he's he doing, doing the spider-man well he's doing the interior art not for mm -hmm. Venom. He's doing it, it for says right amazing. there. Bagley. Damn, yeah, Bagley. That's, Bagley's that's filling in. Yeah, Bagley's <laughs> filling in. <laughs> right there on the front cover. Oh, I sir. can't see the front cover. It's so dude, tiny, I can't argue see it. To his death, no, dude. I, I no. no, it's right there. Look, look. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking. It's tiny. I can't see it. Well, I mean, it doesn't change. But the fact I just that know that Bagley is it. not the normal artist on Venom. <laughs> Dude, I I so wish we could have kept that going for like two or three minutes longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, love it. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a big book. Uh, it's, I'm sure to get more love than what it's already getting. Number six, Undone by Blood. Number one. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of this. This is the Norman Reedus project that he's you know bringing into amc supposedly and this is a tough book to find it's an aftershock book there is a variant to it but this book uh, a lot of people are saying this is a really tough book to find and uh it's something to definitely be bullish on um you might Did want to work on that instead of uh, Venom? <laughs> yeah i can't quite see but yeah no, i'm kidding uh, that sounds familiar he's on something it's yeah. uh He's a boondock saint. Yeah. There you go. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. Number five, uh, Sentry Spec. This is craziness. Sentry Spec is going crazy. I love the character. I hope that the character gets done right sometime. Um, they really screwed him up in Civil War II. But um, this book is a $50 book right now. It's Sentry number five from the 2018 run. And, uh, yeah, so $50 book right now. Now, is uh, that because of the supposed quote-unquote uh century shot that came up for stegman yeah stegman uh, stegman put bagley. out a bagley yeah bagley <laughs> stegman, stegman put out a a, a instagram post of a cover he's working on and it's the century and yep. and that pushed people to go well the century has to do something with the lord of light and, and then like Kate's put out that conversation, right? Well, yeah, Kate's retweeted it. Did he retweet a conversation? Because the original conversation is from 2019. 
I thought he I thought he retweeted it. I thought that's what it was. That, that, I don't know that if that he retweeted it. Brought back. Yeah, they brought back that conversation from yeah. 2019 where somebody asked Donnie Cates about it, and Cates said no, he's not null. That's all he said. He's not null. It doesn't mean that he's not part of it. They just said no, he's not null. Yeah. So, so since you want to make fun of me, that was Venom 27, right? 25. No, it was Venom 25. Okay. I was loaded when he got quiet. Oh my god, yeah. dude. He was, he even fucked it up at, after coming back, yeah. man. He was trying to leave. Oh, I'll get it. I'll get it, motherfucker. Wait, wait. Oh, he was make fun of me. It was Venom 120. I got a drink to that, man. Drink, <laughs> yes, man. Yes. He was trying to come, come blazing. He's, he was like, he came guns blazing, and then he trips and he falls and he smacks his face right before the finish line. Pretty much. <sighs> And I got, I'm going to win this fucking race. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now, now he's back to his notes again. Number four is Amazing Fantasy number one, the first appearance of Aranya. Aranya stuff is going crazy right now because the Spider-Verse spec, this is a $70 to $80 raw book. Bagley cover? Uh, Mark Brooks. Mark Brooks. But close. Close. <laughs> That's a Stegman cover, huh, Matt? <laughs> yeah, 7080. Yeah, Aranya spec, man. More Aranya, Spider-Man, Spider-Verse craziness. I'm all for it. I love the Spider-Verse stuff. I love the – I saw the new PlayStation gameplay for Miles Morales for PlayStation 5. It looks awesome. I couldn't believe the actual gameplay. It was, like, gorgeous. Um, the way that you walk through, like, Harlem and stuff, fucking awesome. So <laughs> That new ASM uh, – Sins of Norman Osborn variant was. What you doing there, man? Your mama. Number three. I gotta be right. I gotta be right. Exactly. Uh, Number three. Here you go, Solo Wookie. One of the most god awful covers ever. Right. This is uh, Star Wars. Star Wars Jedi versus Sith number one. But it's a rare, very rare Dynamic oh, yeah. Forces variant. If you guys remember Dynamic Forces back in the day, Dynamic Forces is the OG originator of the exclusive store variant. They used to put these out. You could get them unsigned or signed by the artist or writer. Um, very hard to get. Even if you bought them, you wouldn't know if you got them two months later or two years later. They Sometimes they would show up years later. Yeah. Um, but this book right now, a raw... <laughs> A raw of this book, and you can see this is an older Dark Horse book. A raw of this god awful cover that cover for five hundred dollars plus. Terrible. I love that cover now. No I'm kidding. Five hundred dollars. I wouldn't pay five hundred bucks for it. If you would, if you were a Star Wars fan, then you realize how rare these things are. I mean, uh, yeah, Star I Wars fans, man, listen. And 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 big shout out to what. Listen, I have to bring it up. Like, Comic Book Invest and, and it has really done a good job at, at it putting out these amazing articles on Star Wars spec. Um, and this is one of the books that they nailed early on. So, uh, Jedi versus Sith, the Dynamic Forces variant, very rare, super god awful. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's you're super not god awful. If you me. happen to stumble across this book, you go buy a fucking lottery ticket. Also, buy the regular cover because the regular cover is selling for like $100 raw too. So a lot of first appearances in this book. Number two, Shuri. Number two, the second printing, which is the same as the first issue but a different background. Beautiful People cover. are going crazy like for this cover. cover. You know? You, this I is like a second. 
yeah, yeah, a lot of people love it, but it's just it. it's the exact same as the first cover, but instead of a yellow background or something like that, it's got the gray background. I like that gray too, it pops with mm-hmm. you know, Shuri. Look and, at how and, fucking and long her arm is. This is super rare. I get uh, well, not super rare, but the rarity of second prints. This has hey caused man, some people just have long arms. Don't be I, racist against. I like my pants for a little short chicken. One. Um. This is going for 175 to $200 raw. I I don't like that cover. I've never liked it. I just think it looks goofy. I just don't. I I, I just. We know why. We know why. Her her arm looks like a fucking alien appendage. Look at it, man. The thing is. Okay, so in the drying world, her head, you should have three of her heads in that entire arm and she's got like six fucking heads in that arm and you guys are making fun of spider-man momoko with a long neck look at her fucking neck in this thing it's like it's not it's fucking, fucking spider-man well, is that no i think her, is it to the end of her fingers or to her wrist her body is her she's body's fine long. her arms are her long wrist? and the helmet is too small to her wrist is three well, yeah, heads. She's got that big old bun that will never, never fit on her head. Yeah, helmet, well, no, to the her helmet wrist, is too small. To it's her wrist is three heads from her shoulder. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it might be an uh, uh, illusion. But you know, who, who are we? We're, you know, none of us are. Goofy looking. I just yeah. never liked this. I am an artist, artiste. Number one, artiste. Kang the Conqueror. Avengers, Avengers number eight. Score. Uh, That's what I said. Yeah. And uh, this one, yay! It's selling for you know, you know, six point oh's for a thousand, six point five for fifteen hundred. Uh, you know, I'd be looking for some, you know, Rama, you know, no Rama it Tut. It was four nineteen. That's another book that's moving, but not like this. <laughs> not, not like not like the Fantastic World had that when we were there. Remember, we were, we had this whole discussion. Yeah, yep. we sure did. That was a good one. You were too busy bartering for a dirty book. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I, was just gonna say, I couldn't afford this book if it had a dirt on it before. <laughs> that was a good book. That's a good one. So, I'll never yep. finish my Avengers run. That's the hot ten this for the, this week. Is this the Peach Momoka you're talking about, Chad? Yeah. Seven. That's yeah. what uh, Detective One Twenty Seven or One Thousand Twenty Seven. Yes, I'm fucking taking a sweep. How do you get rid of that echo? What echo? The echo when you share your screen. It's weird, but cool, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like that cover. It's I'm not a big Momoko fan, and I, I dig that cover. I like that she took the um, jock-type bats and, and put it in there. Well, and there's a version of it too, where they don't have the detective comic across the top. That's mm-hmm. and it just is real clean the way that it the watercolor fades in it, and it really it plays well. It looks good. It's like being at a Trump rally. That's right. Oh my lord! <laughs> way to go, Chola Wookie! Oh my gosh, you guys! <laughs> well, that's cool. I, I we were talking. I'm glad that like. It's probably gonna hike by the time we do this next week. That one that we were talking about, like two, what, two or three Kang books will be up there now. How long now? This is a question I wonder because I've never followed as closely 
when they first come, but is this going to be in the top 10, do you think, until the movie comes, or at least hang around the periphery of it, or is this just a spike, and then it'll disappear? I'm sorry, not to the movie, because we don't, that's like, who knows how many years. I just mean in terms of, like, for the next couple of months. It might not even be on the list next week, man. The comic market is crazy. Like, the, the news about Jen Walters, She-Hulk casting is had just hit. So yeah. I imagine we're going to – well, I know we're going to see She-Hulk books on the list next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, like, uh, as soon as the news hit, a 9.2 sold for, like, $700 or something like that. So Okay. I, yeah. you know, I know I say this every time we talk about this, but it's – there was a guy that posted one of the forums. He's like, I need the first appearance of Kang. It's been – my holy grail since 10 o'clock this morning (laughs) 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 and that's what happens this news hits and all of a sudden it's everybody's grail like everyone loses their minds and they're all for it yeah and it's it it just it's always it always makes me laugh and i'm just so glad that guy was honest about its post it's been his holy grail since 10 a.m and it was like 11 30 you know that's fomo man that's fomo you know what character i'm liking a lot right now in comics that after no, after Tinian, <laughs> after Tinian's done on Batman, that's pr- you'll probably never hear from again, and that's Clown Hunter. Oh yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I do like that little addition. And they haven't even really touched on him much in the book, just here and They're there. But this this variant cover from this week of Clown Hunter is fresh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. His arms aren't too long on that one. And the right fact now. that he's it, just it, it looks like it's like four heads. And the fact that he's just like <laughs> in there destroying. Joker, like Joker's henchmen and killing them and stuff. It's he's like doing the work Batman won't do. I like it. I like it. I mean, it looks, yeah. I'm just gonna say I like it. It's very intriguing the way they've developed both Clown Hunter and Punchline. So I need to I'll, figure out what I'm doing with comics. Yeah, what do you mean? Like selling, reading? What do you mean? Buying everything. Oh, well, yeah. have you bought anything recently? Huh? Have you guys? Have any of you guys read this issue of Batman yet? Yes, ninety eight, ninety nine. Wait, what, you haven't I, even bought any. You haven't bought any new. Sorry, I, I, I my bad, my bad. My fault. Did he? Did they miss me? You must have been missed because ninety nine f- came out on Wednesday. What the fuck? I'm tempted. Where do you to, go? I'm tempted to spoil the Greg? last page, but I don't want to. Shit! I've already I spoiled. It. I already spoiled it for Kyle. I you can spoil it. Shit! It Who cares? Yeah, I just spoil it. it. I'll read it. Oh, your Joker wow. Batman suit. Yeah, that book's going through the roof. That's and then, well, and then this this was fucked up too. The Alfred him Jokerizing and bring Alfred back from the dead. Oh my gosh, it's sick. But this book's cool because it, it. I I mean I would definitely pick it up if you're in the Joker War stuff. But Yo. Batman Batman has an interesting uh, conversation with him and Harley Quinn. What the fuck is that noise? Chad. That's me. That's Three. solo Wookie. There's a there's an interesting conversation between Batman and Harley Quinn where Harley Quinn basically tells Batman that this this Joker shit has to end and how many more people is he going to let him kill and then he ne- needs to put him down and if he won't do it, Harley Quinn will. And Batman kind of tells her, he's like, no, I'm not going to let you do that. And then she, she's like, well, you better put me down. And when I say down, you better take me out of the game and beat me so bad that I can't get back up because I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop. I'm killing the Joker. So it's going to be interesting to see when, what happens in the conclusion in issue 100. I cannot believe I didn't. Wow. Wow. Punchline's not the picture though, right? 
I what? can't even pay attention to Batman. Batman isn't in 99. I know he took, Batman took her out in 98. No, he's, she's back in this. She comes back in 99. What? She, yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I mean, they make they make a mistake and I haven't met them in a while. It's fine. I'll get it. Darn it. Darn it. But Clown Hunter is definitely, and, and also the the relevance of this issue is now that, um, now that Tim Drake, or now that Damien has left being Robin, Tim Drake is back as Robin. Nice. So you know how they gave him that new Don't suit? Don't you nod your head, Brian. They gave Did him that new suit and everything. He's, he's, he's now cool, back. He's a pretty slick Robin. He's now back in the original I've Robin. I've never costume. liked Tim Drink as He's Robin. more of a techie, nerdy one, but it's kind of cool. I never liked him. No? Nope. Never since like the beginning. I, I've i always been a, a, a Dick Grayson or a Damien guy. And then you got uh, Teen oh, Titans 45, Kyle, the continuation of the Robin No More story. So you need that one. The end of the, the 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 latest Dick Rick Grayson drama where it kind of ended with Joker and stuff was so that whole Rick Grayson storyline was so dumb. I stopped reading Grayson because of it. It's so bad. Well, he's he's officially got his memory back and he's back as as Nightwing now. Yeah, and it's terrible how it played out. Hmm. It played out for a long time. Yeah. Way too long. Way too fucking long. What um Chad, what what Norman Osborne cover are you talking about? Oh, then the variants. There's this is the variant one. I know. Oh yeah, that's the one you're t- that's the one I bought. Yeah. So, so why don't you describe it for everybody that's gonna be listening on Monday, Chad? Oh the uh well it's just got all the Spider-Verse on the cover. So it's just I mean it's got Spider Woman and Silk and Gwen and and yeah, Miles and it's a it's a variant. Yeah, yeah, it's the uh, variant purple background. I like the web. The web's kind of cool looking the way they did it. I don't know if I can. It's rather neat. Yeah, I like the color, I like the shade. I think Spiderman's arms are a little too short though. But personally, aside oh from God. that, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of neat that they put you know all the all the uh, spider folk in there. Yeah, no, that's really neat. I like this the one. Is, this is cover A. Mm, yeah, I like the other one better. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. That yep. came out Wednesday? Yep. Yeah. Was it good? Did anyone read it? I haven't read I it. I haven't yet. read it yet. I'm so, <sighs> dude, I bought I so many books on Wednesday. I've only read Thor, which Thor 7. I'm garbage. Surprised. What do you mean, garbage? Didn't like it? He probably didn't well, I mean, read obviously, it. Like, that, whole, that whole new Thor dude and the whole uh, God Country throwback and and a tom- not only God Country but a tomahawk. Yeah, is in it there just, also. He, it's, I feel like he's totally just doing everything he can now to whore out his his new uh, convergence thing crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And now he's just whoring himself out even more. Donnie Cates, Cates is great at whoring himself out. Donnie Cates. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He he's a, he. I like some of the stuff he does. I like he's a comic fan, but he is. Sometimes I just feel like his. He's a diva. Yeah. Dude, and, but he, that, he, and he divas the shit out of himself. That yeah. cover of all the Avengers, Captain Marvel, Spider Man, Iron Man, Ant Man, Groot. All reaching to pick up Molnir is sick. That's a sick cover. 
It is. It's a really good, clean cover. Mm. I mean, it's a bunch of arms of varying lengths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm kind of iffy on that. It's kind of... <laughs> Listen, that joke won't run out as long as we're doing covers. I have to keep trying. We're not trying. I'm succeeding, but you get it. <laughs> you know, one that I didn't... I don't really read or get into much of the new stuff, um, but I loved this cover. The new Green Lantern cover is fucking dope. What Green Lantern number is that? Please describe it for our uh, Monday crowd. It is number seven. He's blasting out with his ring out of what appears to be water in all his emerald glory. Classic. I'm not going to lie. The colors are pretty nice on that. Yeah. It's great. super clean on his... Just in a big Green Lantern ball surrounding himself, just trying to protect himself. It's just such a cool-looking cover. See, and I, I got that X-Men 12 cover, too, and I got it completely on accident. We got a bunch at the shop, and I couldn't figure out who the fuck the guy on the cover was. Have any of you guys read Strike Force? No. How is it? I don't know. I, I finally broke down and picked it up, and... I have a Spider Woman addiction. I need to see a counselor. <laughs> they put they. I was like, all right, finally, I'll, I keep seeing it and keep seeing it and keep seeing it. And we had a run at the shop, so I was like, all right, fuck it, in my mind. All right, let's get into a little bit of uh, odd news. Ohio dad invents candy shoot for touch touch free trick or treating. That shit looks funny, man. He's getting a long ass pipe going down the <laughs> going down his rail. Can you share it? Can you share this, the screen? Yeah. Then we can sound like we're on the moon, moon, moon. Hello. Okay, that didn't work. <laughs> there you go. The little candy shoot. <laughs> There's another article somewhere that's got a way better picture of it. Yeah. How many kids are going to be taking advantage of the bowls that say take one? And people are going to be flipping out on them because they're going to be waiting for those people to. What What did you do growing up when there was a bowl that said "Take one"? Let me tell you something. So He's we had be like, a, I took a, one. We had a neighbor that every year I was growing up would put out boxes, like boxes of full size candy bars, because they where they worked, they had a, like a charity that they ran that they stole money from, and they would put out <laughs> boxes of full size Snickers and shit. And we would hit that house up first time every time and clear it out every year. They never learned, ever. It was great. No, yeah. Take one. Yep, I'm going to take the Yeah, go fuck bowl. yourself. Yeah. Yes. Let me, I, these are going to be selling in my recess in uh, four hours. <laughs> yes. Take one. Yeah. Fuck off. I'm take definitely going to smash a pumpkin by your house, too, just for being an asshole. <laughs> yes. yeah, I, think, I mean, I'm surprised you haven't seen somebody try to use a, a T-shirt gun. To shoot candy out for kids yet? Just no. When you said a candy shoot, I have to be honest. I was thinking of like a potato gun with a little compressed air behind That'd it. That'd be awesome. That shoots just you shoot a full size like rapid like butterfinger candy out, corn. Like, <laughs> your little shits. Got your candy Fuck corn. Candy corn. Fuck candy corn. Your candy corn. <laughs> Yuck. 
Uh, and a big win for 2020. Thanks to the pandemic, there will be no peeps this holiday season. Good. Peeps are stupid anyway. What? Get the fuck out of here, bro. You got no, you- I'm sorry, bro. I'm calling your shit on that. There's nothing better than a peeps on Easter. You just put a slit in the in the plastic, let them get rock hard, and by Halloween, they're the best, bro. You got to wait half a year. You got to wait half a year to eat your peeps. <laughs> yeah, you got to let them get rock hard, bro. Put a, put a slit in it. Wait half a year, then yeah, enjoy your peeps. They're fucking great. It's just like a, a fine wine, man. I'm glad it didn't take us out long to get rock hard. Wow, Corbin. I'm trying. I'm here all night. But Halloween, <laughs> you're throwing it through windows. Peeps are an Easter candy. <laughs> They're not a fucking Halloween candy. They're an Easter candy. Oh, that's terrible. They're a holiday. Dude, you can't candy. talk shit about peeps around me, bro. This, that's a McClay House staple, dude. When I was growing up, my mom would buy 10,000 different color peeps and decorate with them. It was crazy, bro. Don't talk shit about peeps and sugar on egg salad. Go fuck your mother. Oh, God. The sugar on egg salad. Nasty. <laughs> Just like your tacos. Fuck you. My tacos are good, dude. Ask anybody that's had my tacos, and they will say, yeah, it's a little cheesy, but they're fucking good. Ask really? anybody. Yep. Okay. What are you putting in that makes them different? Paste pecani sauce, brother. <laughs> Medium paste pecani sauce. Yes, sir. Okay. New York bro. City. Corbin, ground beef. Ground beef. Watch the podcast. No, listen. You no. The, uh, Shad, you might not have been here for the beginning of the show. Because He's calling I'm not, Shad? Uh, Who the hell is Shad? I said Chad. I might have Shad. Wine are kicking in. Yeah, I heard oh, Chad. His wine. My fifth one. You're right. But no. So, Don't Chad, at the beginning of the show, I was saying that I felt good because I was catching up with everyone's comic podcast as they happened. And I caught the CSBI. But I did not catch. What the hell is CSBI? <laughs> CBS. 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 I, I think that's on USA after NCIS. <laughs> oh, wait, no, CBS, um... All right. Yeah, comic book speculation event. Yeah, I know what I mean. Anyway, no, I didn't catch the podcast. Long story short, all right? I felt really proud of myself, though, and you're not going to let me go down because of that, Chad. Chad. Are we in a fucking parallel, parallel universe here? I'm used to Kyle what? being what? drunk, but fucking Where's Corbin. Where's the echo coming from? I'm not drunk. I don't know where the echo's coming from. It's not me. Wait. Yeah, it is Corbin. Yep. Whoa, it's wait, all no, of us. Uh, yeah, there's all of us. Don't, don't talk to us. It's not me. <laughs> Echo. It's gone Whoa. now. Echo. I think, all right, anyway, long story short. Echo. Yeah, no, I didn't catch the yeah. podcast. All right. I don't hear it. Well, I'm going to play it. I'm going to listen. Yeah. Episode, I don't know about 100 yet because I haven't caught it because I don't know if it's out Episode. yet. But I know it's, it's out. Awesome. It's out. It Anything with out. Rich is awesome, I know. It, and it I'm just sure came out. It's, and it's, it's, it's with Oompa and Rich, I know it's going to be crazy, but 99, it was just me, Keith, and Brian. Just I, bullshitting, I gotta know. and it was a ton of fun. I got to know right now. Did you? Did Keith pay you five bucks, and did you sniff Brian's chair? It smelled like roses, nope. bro. Nope, didn't happen. He did not live up to his, his, his bet. I would have done it, too. Listen, listen, there is something I do pride myself on as a fat man, and that is my hygiene. My hygiene is to point. Listen, nobody you know that has bad hygiene rocks the fucking handkerchief, all right? 
The handkerchief is the key, the key to smelling good. You take your handkerchief, you spray some cologne on your handkerchief. And when you might be worried, you pull out your handkerchief and wipe your face with it. And everything smells good. Handkerchief game, guys. Keep yeah. it up. Got to get Dr. it. Dr. Squatch. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Squatch soap is where it's at, man. I'm telling you. No, just soap is where it's at. You don't need anything special. Uh, you just gotta clean doctor, doctor you don't squatch. Need I'm telling you, pine tar soap. Soap is okay. Yeah, pine tar soap, soap is where it's at, it's man. Just I, I don't know ball. about the pine tar because that they put sand in it. So if you're using it, dude, I always get scratched up. He said, and I do not like my soap you. scratching me. No, that's not. It's scratching me. There's a difference between pumice and sand. I'm using their um their rum one right now and it's really good i'm using their mars one mars bar. It's, it's pretty awesome we need to get a dr squatch fucking sponsorship so brian dude email soap. him get look at even soap. chuck's got my back amen brother chuck <laughs> definitely plays in the fucking handkerchief no no slash, no, no. Slash bandana game because chuck like his mom they're heavy sweaters and they just sweat like, like mad. That's why, That's why he carries to. it. That's why you have to carry a handkerchief, bro. Not to blow your nose in, to wipe the sweat, bro. To wipe the sweat. Water huh? too, fuckers. No, man. Fucking chicks don't like going, fucking going back to the, the candy thing. Oh. Chuck made a comment. He said, uh, Matt took one because he's from Michigan. Arizona kids took a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't sweat a lot, so I don't really. I sweat. I'm a fat. I'm a fat man that was a heroin addict that fucking still sweats. So, yeah, I, I do as well, but minus. Yeah, I remember working with Chuck. Man, he'd be. We'd walk into the grocery store to do bread. He'd be fucking drenched. <laughs> drenched. I still sweat. He gets me. He gets you. But you got to have something that wicks away the sweat nice. Wicks not just away? Any, you mean wipes not just away? any bandana. No, wicks. Like wicks. wicks. Like, you never and heard wicks before, I've man? never yeah. heard it called wicks. That's two things you've learned today. Wicks it's, and John yeah, Bagley. Yeah. <laughs> John <laughs> Bagley. Yeah, John Bagley, right? You're drunk? I'm, 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 I am. <laughs> At least I might use that excuse, man. <laughs> it's Mark's brother. It's on the front page. No, it is. Yes, and, and that's another thing. Shout out to Chuck that I found out. Yeah, you drink a fuckload of water and you sweat. So yeah, he just, you do. He just yeah. fucking has a little fake mustache on. Goes by John Bagley. <laughs> did I do that cover? No, it was John Bagley. Yeah. I did do that cover. Ah, it's Mark again. He yeah, did the interiors. Brian was right. I found the book. All hail Brian. Brian was right. So I did glad. not see oh. his name on the cover because it was too it's small. Bagley is not the normal interior guy on Venom. I know he's going to work in Spider Man. He's not the interior, interior guy on Venom. Bagley? It's because Bagley had to, had to sit out for that Stegman, issue. Stegman, Stegman, Stegman. <laughs> I mean, uh, Stegman had to sit out for that issue. Oh, boy. Man spotted wearing live snake as a, as a mask on a city bus. Do they have pictures of that? Uh, they got a video of it. It's probably just got a snake coiled around them, right? And he's acting yeah, it's, like it's a face it's, mask. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Transportation officials in, Brit in uh, British city respond to a viral photo of a municipal bus by uh, reminding residents that snake is not an acceptable mask, especially when it's still attached um, to a living being. And snakes don't wick away any sweat, trust me. Dude, that makes my skin crawl. I don't know why snake. that does. Snake. You, don't hear, you, you, you never had wick. a friend that had a snake? No, no, snake wick. Baby. Saying wick away. It just, ugh, just, 
I don't know. You've never done this? I've ne- yeah, I call it wipe away. Well, it's the same thing, bro. Because <laughs> when, I, when I hear wick, I'm thinking like the wick of a candle. Thinking about John. Yeah, or John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Matt learned something new. Great, wick. Awesome. Did. Way to catch up with us. What's next? That's what we all. That's the purpose of the Bullet Podcast is to fucking learn something. Uh, Malaysian man miss, misses. Uh, Malaysian man's missing phone turns up loaded with monkey selfies. A Malaysian so resident awesome. whose that phone cool. temporarily went missing said the device turned up in his yard loaded with new photos, including some selfies snapped by monkeys. That's fucking awesome. It is, man. He jacked his phone, and they fucking they fucked with it. Have you ever seen the video of the people that run the kidnapping ring that use the monkey to kidnap people? No. Look it up. There's a video of the kidnap- right now of a kidnapping ring, and the monkey's on a straight motorcycle, bro. Dude, I have seen that. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, that's yep, a kidnapping bro. ring. Yep, yep. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Monkeys on ingenuity, boys. man, ingenuity. One thing humans are great for might not be for a good cause, but we'll figure out how to get it done. So easy you can train a monkey to do it. Yep. Fucking gross. That's what you used to say about hanging drywall. I thought you were just about to say that's what I about hanging cats or something. I was like, what the fuck? No. I remember when I was a kid, there we used to um there's a boys and girls club by us, and behind the boys and girls club was always a desert, right? And it was surrounded by houses. It was like a little square desert um, that was probably like quarter mile square. And it had uh, fucking barbed wire around it. I remember one of the craziest things that I remember to this day, like so fondly, like like not fondly, but like horrifying. The exact opposite of fondly is that I saw a cat that somebody had hung on the barbed wire. And I was like... Oh. That's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. That was before I thought about, like, I knew about, like, treating animals well. I just remember thinking, what a fucking asshole, you know? Fucking just stuck with me. And now it'll stick with all of you guys because McClay is good at telling those shitty stories that fucking make you feel like shit. So. Yeah, I'm on my way to work and I watch this guy die. Yeah. <laughs> now so, I know it. Now you know it. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm with That's crazy. Home uh. invasion goes wrong when suspect breaks in and it doesn't take anything but poops in the dishwasher. That's awesome. You ever upper deck somebody? Yes. No, I've always wanted to. Oh, yeah, man. I went through a period in my life where, where my friends were doing that like crazy. I never did it, but I, I, I remember my friends doing it. I just was too afraid. Like, that first time you take a shit. An upper deck. Where you, you take a shit in the, in, the, in the tank of the toilet instead of the bowl. And then every time they flush, they don't realize it until like two weeks later when it's starting to smell like shit constantly and that water is going shitty into their toilet all the time. Yeah. That's upper decking. <laughs> Sometime between 1 a.m. and 8.15 a.m. on Saturday, someone entered a home near Starwood Drive in East Riverview Road through an unlocked back sliding glass door. The people who lived inside were asleep. Nothing was taken. However, the culprit defecated on the open dishwasher door before leaving the residence, police said. Are there, are there a shortage of bathrooms? Did COVID shut down the restrooms out there, too? People just break into people's homes to, to drop a deuce? <laughs> Apparently so. 
That's Burger King, you're not going to let me use the restroom? That's fine. I know a neighbor right up the street. Though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new thing, man. I was walking by. It looks like a nice place to shit. <laughs> Love what you got going on. Hey, somebody's over here taking a shit. <laughs> I can tell nobody. Why did you crap in my house? It looks like a piece of shit, so I added to it. <laughs> yeah. Man. Next. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta ask Chuck. I don't remember what he's talking about. The Safeway incident? About? Yes. <laughs> what? What dude at Safeway? Eighty-eight-year-old uh, man walks his final mile to total the Earth circumference. An eighty-eight-year-old Massachusetts man has walked twenty-four thousand nine hundred miles and plans to finish the final mile October third to total the circumference of the Earth. That's neat. How did he cross the ocean? He, walked, he didn't walk around the earth, the earth. He's walked the amount the amount of miles to. Right. to most of us have done that. That's stupid. Yeah, I've done that too. Right, yeah. I've done that too. It's probably cooler when you're 88 because <laughs> yeah. everything gets cooler then. Man, walk, well, when, I, when you're 88, you probably have walked the earth like five times at that point. Yeah. So he said that. Um, Brad Hathaway, 88, of, uh, said his doctor encouraged him to start walking in his mid-50s when he was dealing with diabetes, heart problems, and other health issues. My doctor said, you better walk. You better start walking tomorrow and start walking three miles a day. He this is said, a sad PR plug, man. Let me stop. So right I did, there. and I mapped out the entire town. So he, he said, <laughs> since then, Hathaway began to walk daily, rain or shine, and would sometimes walk 10 miles instead of three. So he just walked... Cause I would walk 100 miles and yep. I would walk like Matt, like, <laughs> he's what did I walk with? Matt, let me stop right there anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, I guess. But I guess the alert's lost once you realize that everyone does it. Then it's like, oh, well, great. Congratulations. I'm glad that someone prioritized their health made necessary steps to adjust and, and, and better themselves, and there you go. Congrats to that. Mm, I don't think everyone does it. Mm. I think enough people do it, that it's not as special as it looked on our first onset. I mean, calculate how much you walk, and some probably walk more than others. You know what I mean? And you put that on the miles, and you do those miles over a lifetime, all of a sudden, people get some pretty crazy numbers, right? Yeah. I mean, I I don't want to. It's not something to overthink. I'm just saying, like, the, like when it was brought up, I'm like, oh well, yeah. Now that you say that, <laughs> you know, I guess it's not that big a deal after all. But the fact that he took, you know, like I said, prioritized his health, made adjustments, kept track, all that good stuff. Boom. That's what I did, man. The four minute workouts. There you go. Now, if Kyle in 30 years, yeah, how's your four minute workout going, Kyle? Pretty good. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear more about that. I don't work out for four minutes every morning. Well, anybody, you think, anybody got anything else today? Nope. 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 Chad, you've been pretty quiet over there. Tardy Wookie. Five douchebags from Phoenix. Yeah. Just doing what we do. All right. Well, this is your first. My cookies. Yeah. If this is your first time finding us on YouTube, please make sure to hit that like, subscribe button. Make sure you had a good time. Hit that notification bell uh, so you know when we go live. Make sure to leave us a review. If you're listening really to us on social, bad review. We need bad reviews. <laughs> you know, you know. It's funny when Kyle holds something you said against you six years ago. 
when the show was just starting out. Six years ago, 50 episodes when the show was just starting out. Starting out. Brian can contest. It was a lot sooner than six years. Uh, no. But I will give Matt credit. It was a while ago. I would like to add, if you write in your terrible review that you don't have three hours to sit and watch the show that was a terrible three-hour show, it means you sat and watched us for three hours. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. On your way and, out. And yeah. hit that bell on your way out. Yeah. <laughs> and leave us a five-star review on iTunes as you go because, you know, whether you liked it or not, you can shit on us in the review, but I still expect five stars because you sat through the entire thing. And just like I said, if you come out and you say who you are and you can prove to me that it was you that wrote it, I will send you an absolute geek prize pack because it'll have a Thor six variant in that prize pack. You still yeah. shot. You still sat through it. So that, that's it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know I'm who it is. Shitty review on this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kyle and I have narrowed down who it is. It wasn't me. I wouldn't use words like douchebags. I wouldn't use bloated or garbage phoenix. <laughs> there would be a lot more swear words in that if it was me. I, think, I like the word douchebag though. You know who I think it was. I think it was Erica. I know Chuck normally thumbs down. There's a thumbs down that appears every time Chuck comes in here. So I know he does. It's all right. Thumbs down are just as good as thumbs up. Right. But it means you came in and you hung out. Kyle wants to know who you are. So stop being a keyboard or keyboard tough guy and come forward. But like I was saying earlier, man, if I'm going to write something like that, be a grown up and put your name behind it. Then don't don't. Didn't he put his name behind it? No, he used a, a <laughs> fucking Simpsons reference. Yeah. Jay Snurbs. Uh oh. And I think I just lost internet. Oh, there we go. We're back. My internet just crashed for a minute. That was crazy. Yeah, I was like, that's not me when all of us are swirling around. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But no, we, we never went off the air, though. Like, I'm, we're still on YouTube, so it's it's got to be StreamYard. Yeah. That yeah. Was a, that's crazy. No, <laughs> that was who, that was your, uh, your, your keyboard tough guy showing you that yeah. uh, he's really a tough guy. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Change your internet game. Now what? <laughs> she yeah. said by far twice in the same sentence, LOL. <laughs> by far? By far, by far. By far? So bad, you had to use it twice. No, I don't think it was by any way that actually listens to us. I'm sure it was It was done out of spite. But hey, you know what? Like us or don't like us, you still listened. Right? For three hours. For three Couldn't hours. have been that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Again, please like and subscribe. Yeah, on your way, way out. Bring As Chad parents his right wing agenda. Yep. Yes, come come see my far right agenda. By the way, I am nor right nor left. I don't uh, agree with either of them. I'm a dick right in the middle. I'm the penis in between us. He's America's dick. <laughs> no, that's Chris Evans. Yes. The right wing and the no. left wing are stuck on the same problematic bird. That's Mark Bagley. But oh, my God. Stegman, Stegman, Stegman. 
Corbin, you, right. you know you're trying so hard when the joke has nothing doesn't pertain to anything we're talking about, and you're still trying I, I think, to push. It. I, you know, I used to still think trying to push that agenda. Based off your failed jokes, that maybe your humor is just behind me. Like I used to take your your words to heart, but after hearing you, after hearing all your jokes and like the one you had to repeat (laughs) times, I'm starting to realize that no, I'm not behind. It's just your humor behind. I tied this back in in a joke that was aside from this. We've come full circle. Exactly. It's all good. good. Like you're good. I know. I know. I'm good. Trust me. I know. You just sit there and sip your wine coolers. You're good. Shut up. (laughs) You're good. All right. Well, you just sit there and sip your wine coolers. You're good, buddy. All right. I'm not oh, you guys uh, like, are listening to this, huh? I was just saying, Streamyard is. We're not f- so douchey about it. What? When you go to make a bad review on something. Oh yeah. You're not like they went out of their way to be like super douchey. Oh yeah. But like, super douchey. <laughs> and to be like super like poke poke poke, and then the they use a Simpsons reference. As your name, what was the name? Jay Snerds. It's Mister. It's Burns backwards. Remember when he snuck in and he was wearing the the he was in the episode where they're doing the town hall meeting and he he had the Mister Burns with the fake mustache on. No, I don't remember that, but I can see it now. But really, what the Snerds has got to say? Yeah. It, it the review is it's it's douchey. It is douchey, and that's why. The f- that's why us being the four douches and garbage phoenix, we're gonna put it on a t-shirt. By far. <laughs> so now, coming soon is gonna be the absolute geek shirt where the front of it is our logo and the back is that review. So thanks. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> we're gonna put it on a t-shirt. So nice. We're gonna put it on a t-shirt. So, but yeah, if you're having a good time and you're listening to this playback on Monday and you like the show, please. Leave us a review, uh, even if you don't. But you listen to the whole thing, like I said, five stars, and then you can trash us. Either way, you still listen to the whole show, they're so I think you deserve. Bags, but they're funny. Yeah. There you Especially go. Especially that right wing fucking dick, Chad. Cholo Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then for this week's episode of uh, the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm douchebag too. I'm, I'm Brian. I messed. I messed up. I'm after Brian. I'm Corbin. Hey, sorry. It doesn't right. matter to me. I'm just so used to doing it that yeah. way. Well, I know. I'm usually in the team. And then we I'm got there. Chad down there just smiling and grinning and not saying a word. Douchebag <laughs> number five. <laughs> <laughs> right, right wing douchebag number five. It's your pleasure. Yeah. And this bloated podcast, this bloated two hour podcast, we'll see you all next week. Sadly, still from Garbage Phoenix. <laughs> Good night. Bye-bye.